Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, oh, what's new, J-Dog? Just hanging out. Welcome into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Five of the top 100 categories for podcasting on iTunes. That's all right here, Dubs, in the Hideout. Only show in America to do that. Thank you. Patting ourselves on the back because we know this station won't do it. I'm El Hefe, and that is J-Dubs. And tonight, we ask you to be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. You've gone through the weekend anonymously. You've gone through the workday with so many things to say. No outlet for it, my friends. Here it is right here in the hideout. Don't use your real name. Get a hideout name. Don't worry about your face being on the, t- on the radio because it won't happen yet. Uh, we are here for you. Matt Albert, six foot five, five hundred pounds, twenty one year old black virgin, balding hair. Uh balding patchy baldness, graying hair. Yeah. And people were asking me when I was back home in Dallas, is Matt Albert real? Like somehow <laughs> like, somehow we created this character. Like I'm the chupacabra. Right. Uh yeah, he's completely real. So uh there he is. Really lazy. Yeah. Mm. Break Way to break a stereotype. Yeah, break yeah. stereotypes left and right. Drinking Sprite and being lazy. I don't understand you. I really don't. Uh, Chunks is our producer. He's uh, he's going to host the Hideout Headlines game show here in about 15 minutes. You heard the headlines in the Phillips file. We turn them into prizes with the Hideout Headlines game show. Some of the stuff we have, Dubs, include um, a $60 gift certificate to Brunswick Wakaiva Bowling Lanes, where we do our bowling league. Four pack of passes to see the advanced screening of bench warmers. Also, too, a twenty dollar gift card to Sonny's Real Pit Barbecue, and uh, a whole lot more. So we will get to that here in just about fourteen minutes now. Here in the headlines. Oh, get out of here! What's up? I'm opening my mail, mm-hmm. and I got a letter from Puck, <laughs> our former intern. Who was in jail. Yes. From Dave Puck Munsell. <laughs> from the Fairfax County lockup. All right, we'll read that a little bit later on. I was just going through my mail. We don't even like him. I know. We hated him. We were glad everything uh, went to hell up at WJFK just so we wouldn't have to have him as our intern anymore. Tommy Bateman's our director on top of the talk and roll controls. Mr. Poonhound is responsible for the hideout page on Real Radio Data. And I'm doing arts and craft on the air right now. It's, uh, in fact, he is cutting and pasting 
All of the names that we got qualified over the last two weeks for the 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP Projection HD TV, DLP uh, Technology from Texas Instruments, the TV from CompUSA, at 7.30 we will draw the winner. So if you got qualified at a quarter past the hour over the last two weeks or in a random qualification, your name, you are pulling for that to be drawn at 7.30 after the Hideout Headlines game show. So stay tuned. For that. All right, Dubs. Um, it is Monday. We had Friday off. I am freshly off the plane from burying my grandfather in Dallas. What Texas. time did you uh, fly in? What was the uh, arrival time? Uh, 4.50. Wow. Yeah. You rushed right up here then. I really genuinely did. I went home, changed, and I came over here. And, as you can probably tell... I haven't spoken a whole lot over the mm-hmm. last four days. Mm-hmm. I can hear that I'm sick. So, Are you feeling sick or is it just no, here? No, I'm feeling sick. Uh, I was feeling sick over the weekend, too. It was really incredibly sad because I had a lot of older aunts and uncles mm-hmm. and even my grandmother. And I was in the worst condition of all of them with my crutches <laughs> and my sickness, just coughing everywhere, sitting in the corner. Thinking about soiling myself just, up. just so I wouldn't have to get up because I was going to have to deal with the pain of my leg, which, by the way, infinitely worse now. Infinitely worse. It's feeling worse than it was last week? Yes. My torn calf muscle was on the mend, and then it went to hell with this trip back to Dallas and this memorial. Yeah, my thumb is dirt. Really uh, shut cool. the hell up. I am in such pain. You have oh, no idea. you miss it. I really hurt my wrist a few times bowling. <laughs> you know what? At the beginning of our, our bowling game, uh, Tommy threw out a ball and uh, Matt threw out a ball, and both of them were doubled over in pain for some reason. So the the whole uh, varsity team was injured from bowling this last weekend. <laughs> how how pathetic are we? We are just doubled over in pain from bowling. That is something that I want to talk about, too. Because it stings. I was crying on the wall. Our, our generation, <laughs> and I'm not kidding you, and this will make a lot of you guys who uh, look at the hideout as you know young punks, mm-hmm. our generation is full of young pusses. I mean, I'll, who... even, I'll even prove it for you real quick. We're going to talk about this later. But uh, it used to be sports were considered very uh, athletic, tough things, and uh, very physical things. Now on ESPN, you know they've had the poker. Our generation is bringing in the like the the card games as their sports. The next one to be shown on ESPN. This is not a joke. Dominoes. Dominoes is going to become a competitive sport on ESPN. Domino, mother. Mm, see about that. Who can get the pizza there the fastest? I- that would be more exciting. It's going to get to the point on ESPN, they're just going to show Xbox Live games where it's uh, Dubs in Maitland versus Don in Fairfax. Now, this is uh, a little bit uh, of uh, that type of thing. On Fox Sports Detroit, when I used to watch, I used to have it on my uh, on my DirecTV. And when hockey was out for the year, uh, they would play the uh, the EA Sports version of the <laughs> hockey game for that night and show you the highlights from the actual video game because th- they didn't have any actual hockey to show. All right, that's actually a funny bit, though. We have the Red Wings aren't playing. Well, they're playing in your home on your console, mm-hmm. so we'll bring you the highlights from that. Uh, anyway, Dubs, uh, I do want to talk a lot about my vacation home. 
and what I learned and uh, didn't learn from the trip back to Dallas to bury, bury my grandfather. Also, whose weekend was it? Our weekend recap game during the hideout door prize blowout at 9 o'clock. We will have for you as well, like I said, we will draw the winner for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP technology uh, big screen TV. We need to take suggestions for what Chunks needs to do for the Phillips file tomorrow since he is their slave tomorrow since George Mason University let down the nation and didn't show up for that second half against Florida. I cannot believe Chunks would make that bet. They were underdogs the whole way through. You do not bet on the underdogs and ruin what's been going on this whole time. As soon as you bet on that game and agree to it, Mm -hmm. that's when Mason may as well have just said, hey, you know what, we're not showing up. Send another quality school from the Fairfax area. (laughs) Oh, wait, there isn't one. There's not a single quality school. So, nonetheless, we need to take suggestions on what Chunks can do. If you want to email them in or instant message them in all night long, we can do that and we'll also take your phone calls for that. Uh, Male birth control. Is on the uh, on the table. Yeah, there's a there's a new way of male birth control where, uh, for at least pregnancy, it would make condoms obsolete. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm in. There are a few questions I have about it though, and we'll get to that a little bit. Can I get it tonight? That's my question. Anything to not have to wear a condom. Um, although the only good thing about a condom is that it makes you hold out a little bit longer. Well, who wants to? And then, After you're in a relationship for a while, you aren't really too worried about it. And then you got to think about it, too. Sometimes it's essentially you're just having sex with a condom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, you, when it gets down to it, you aren't really uh, having intercourse with that woman. There's a uh, there's a gasket between you. You, you. you may as well be rubbing up against, like, your cabinet. Yeah, you might as well be banging a tire. Oh, like I haven't looked at that thinking, hey, I wonder what it would feel like. It's overrated. I'll just tell you that. Uh, yeah, and the, the wires inside of it really hurt. Yeah. I learned this, Dubs, because I heard about nothing but um, El Cristo over the last, I don't know, four days. That's Christ in Spanish. Mm. And apparently, though, prayers have no effect on heart surgery. I guess not. There was a study that says... uh. It doesn't matter if you pray or not when you have heart surgery. But one of the biggest things we want to talk about right after the Hideout Headlines game show is Flight 93, the movie. We have we talked about it last week before uh, I had to go out of town for my grandfather's funeral. Mm-hmm. But, and by the way, it is not the Stern schedule, thank you very much, <laughs> whoever's saying that. Yeah, I guess uh, I like the Stern schedule, though. I wish it was a regular schedule. I would not be complaining if it was. We'd make it completely up front. Sorry if someone in my family died. But um, uh, we have that movie trailer. Mm-hmm. And I saw it this morning, and I wanted to play it on the air for you. We have the movie trailer on top of, like, kind of uh, at the same length as the trailer, a talk with the uh, with the director and some of the uh, family from the people of Flight 93. Let's do this when we get back. We'll take a break. We need at least three players for the Hideout Headlines game show. Call now. Fantastic prizes. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. When we're coming back out of the break, do you have the regular trailer with you? Uh, yeah. Let's play that coming out of this next commercial break. Okay. And then we'll set it up. We'll do the game show. And then we'll play the commentary and everything after the Hideout Headlines game show. Call now to be a winner. Don't forget, we're also drawing the uh, 
the winner for the 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP Projection HD TV from CompUSA Texas Instruments. We're going to do that at 7.30. All that tonight on a Monday night in the hideout, heard worldwide on Real Radio.fm and locally on Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Calling to be a winner with the Hideout Headlines Game Show. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Designer self is normally $899, starting as low as $299. Wholesale Furniture Market, over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture. Dubs, 50 to 70% off every day. Post off Furniture Market, State Road 436 in Castleberry, next to the Sam's Club. Hit them up, 407-332-1314. Let's get caught up on the day's headlines and give out some prizes with the Hideout Headlines Game Welcome. Show. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Can you hear me, questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big, big, big. Now here's your host, Chunks. All right, you got to get two out of three to be a winner. You heard the categories. They could be true, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. We go by order of people who have called since there are no women on the board. Remember, ladies, when you call the hideout, you jump to the front of the line in game shows and or regular topics. Ladies first in the hideout. Let's go to Tony in Orlando. Which category would you like, world, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange, Tony? Let me get uh, sports. I right, hear sports with chunks. All right, sports is fill in the blank. Which Super Bowl champion and crybaby returned to his home country of South Korea as, quote, a hero? Uh, I don't know that one. That's right. Sorry, hang on, Tony. You'll get a second chance. I'm going to go with... Oh, I forgot his name. Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward it was. Yeah. Yes, and he is a crybaby because we have that audio, in fact. So he went back to South Korea, and what? He was treated like a king? He was treated like a king. He got to meet the president. Uh, he stayed at the finest hotels. They ordered three limousines for him to tool around in. He was interviewed Were the other by... two for his tissue boxes and his tampons? <laughs> no, they followed him to rickshaw with that for that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But, but I guess the big thing is, over there, they're not so down with interracial uh, couples. So he's speaking on behalf of interracial couples over <laughs> in South Korea. We still aren't that down with that. Yeah, I know. Has he ever been to Alabama? <laughs> uh, Tony, next category. World, national, local, entertainment, or strange just to stay in the game. Let me get a little strange. Nice. All right, strange is multiple choice. A man in New Hampshire is accused of robbing a thrift store and doing what with the merchandise? Is it A, selling it on eBay, B, giving it out to bums in the street, C, shipping it to troops in Iraq, or D, selling the goods at his own thrift store? Uh, let me get with... Uh... The last one, D. That's correct. Good job. Hold on. You'll get one more chance to be a winner. <laughs> so, all right, hold on. Just hold on one second, Tony. So he robbed a thrift store. Yes. Oh, you mean like a pawn shop? No, or like a Salvation Army type joint. <laughs> yeah. And he robbed it, took thousands of dollars worth of merchandise, was caught on camera, and then they found all of the merchandise in his store. He was selling it. Wow. It was his main competitor, I guess, main competitive charity. I get, and what was he selling it for? Ten cents, as opposed to the nickel that he couldn't have gotten it at the other place. I guess he just didn't like the other charity thrift. You could go buy it there for a quarter and mark it up to fifty cents and still make a profit. You know, I've always wondered about that. I went and dropped a bunch of stuff off to Mm -hmm. uh, Salvation Army. I I wondered why, you know, some people don't go in there and uh, buy out a bunch of stuff and then sell it at their place for, you know, a quarter more. 
It was actually reminds me of that one episode of Malcolm in the Middle that I watched, where the two, the like the kids went to go volunteer, and they found stuff that was better than the stuff that they had, so they just traded in their stuff for the good stuff. Why and wouldn't I you? I, I don't think I don't see a problem with that. I didn't see a problem with it either. I thought it was pretty brilliant. All right, Tony, this is for you to be a winner. World, national, local, or entertainment? Let me get a uh, local. All right. All right. Locals, multiple choice. A family in Orlando is wanted for shooting at a movie theater. What is the alleged reason the family decided to shoot at said theater? Is it A, the movie was sold out the entire night for the Ice Age showings? B, a movie theater clerk wouldn't allow one of the kids to go see V for Vendetta? C, the conce- concession stand gave the family regular Coke instead of Diet Coke? Or D, one of the women in the family had her foot stepped on? Uh, that would be D. Correct. Had a way to come back, Tony. Hold on, you're a winner. Guess there's a big crowd outside of the theater. Which uh, one? Uh, it's in uh, Cinemark Theater, located at 5150 International Drive on Oak Ridge Road. Okay. And I uh, guess a lady got her foot stepped on in a family, and the entire family gets into an SUV and starts uh, unloading on the theater. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> did someone step on her new kicks, her new uh, her new Jordans? I don't know, but they're a good shot. They hit a 14-year-old kid in the stomach. What oh, the wow. hell? Yeah, he's alive, though. Good. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> she was Knight's family. Right. The Knights were in town. <laughs> but detectives say uh, four cars may have been involved in the shooting. Okay, what do you hold... mean four cars may have been involved? It's just what it says. It just says four cars might have been involved in the shooting. Now, I hate to do this, but I'm gonna. Is there any word on the race? No. Because here's the thing. The last name was Jackson. <laughs> no, boy. <laughs> Because I have my fingers Jenkins. crossed. I'm like, Cortez. I got, I, I got my fingers crossed, just hoping this was a paranoid white couple. You know what I mean? I'm like, I doubt it. The Schuberts. Come yeah. on, please let it be the Schuberts. The Winkleberg. It just says the, uh, they believe the gunman was in a, uh, a Ford expedition. Oh. And if we have time later, uh, race is in the news pretty hot, hot and heavy lately with uh, the uh, Georgia representative who is in the news for. Uh, uh, I guess she got pulled over in Washington D.C. and punched one of the uh, the D.C. officers in the face. She, it, well, it's uh, it's up in uh, debate whether it was a punch or a slap, kind of like with Tuttle. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that was obviously a slap. There's <laughs> video proof of it. But uh, no matter how much you cry and whine that it was a punch, it was a slap. She's saying it's because she was a black woman. Hmm. So that, we might get to that audio a little bit later. <sighs> Black woman, ugly face, whatever. Yeah. It's all the same cause. It's a horrible picture on Drudge, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eyes all bugging out. It's like buckwheat. <laughs> yeah, it is, actually. Okay. Uh, let's go to Joe and Cassaberry. You're next up. You ready, Joe? Yeah. Okay, you have world, national, or entertainment to choose from. What would you like to go with? Uh, world. All right, here's World with Chunks. All right, World is multiple choice. Also kind of an update on the article I gave on Friday. Uh, which Middle Eastern country announced that it successfully test-fired a missile capable of going any depth and splitting a submarine warship in two? Would that be uh, North Korea? I don't really know if they're in the Middle East. Hang tight. Oh. <laughs> That's all right. Hold on. Hang tight. You'll get your second and third chances. Hold on. Well, it's uh, it's Iran. And uh, the mis- the missile they announced they could fire on Friday was they could fire an undetectable missile capable of hitting multiple targets at once. Um, mainly, of course, their focus, uh, everyone's worried about, is Israel. So they're uh, just having a pretty productive weekend. What are they? Uh, 
There was also a prediction on Iran today on Drudge Report that said they could be nuclear and uh, five ready years. in five years. Yep. Five years, and I guess uh, Hans Blick said there's still time to negotiate. So I guess convince them not to make nukes. Yeah, because the Iranians <laughs> have a long history of enjoying uh, talks with the United States. Oh, boy. Oh, well. We got along good with them for a little bit. But I guess Iran just wants the U.S. to know that they're ready for us, so... Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's roll. USA! USA! Can't get the chant going, huh? Mm. All right, I see where we're living. <laughs> Joe, uh, here's your second chance, my friend. National Entertainment. This is to stay in the game. National. Okay. All right, national is multiple choice. A recent study has found that child car seats are becoming ineffective due to what? A, uh, the amount of... Huh? Kids are too fat. There you go. Oh, good job. Did you yeah. need the, uh, the the choices? All right, Joe, hold on. Uh, your third one will be for you to be a winner. Hang tight for one moment. So kids are too chubby now, and they can't fit into the car seats correctly? Nope. There's just not enough. There's, they're not big enough. So. Have it's you ever, like strapping a basketball into one of those things. Have you ever noticed, too, that if you go to those old-time old -time movie theaters, mm -hmm. that people can't. Go they anymore. They can't fit in those seats. Yeah, they can't. Like, we have literally grown by at least a couple of inches both ways on the seats. Oh, definitely. And, like, uh, if you go, if you look at, like, any of the old baseball stadiums or anything and look at, like, the crowd, they're flown over into the seats next to them. Absolutely. <clears throat> hey, Matt. <clears throat> so, Matt, how Matt. was uh, your weekend? Unproductive. <laughs> Just like everyone uh, so far in 2006. Yep. Um, so proud. You know, I even saw this, too, with some of my family back home. Mm -hmm. I was just in Dallas for my uh, grandfather's funeral, and I saw a lot of the babies. Obese. I'd say very near obese. I, I saw this twice this weekend, uh, where these kids, who sh should still be kind of drinking out of a sippy cup and everything... They had Pepsis, like regular Pepsis in their hands. Pepsis and French fries. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, I wonder why it is they can't fit in baby seats anymore. And it's going to get to the point where the baby seats are going to get so large, they're not even going to fit into the back seat. You're not going to be able to get them into the door. Cages. It's going to be crazy, man. <laughs> All right, Joe. Porting them around like Muddy Joe Young. All right, Joe, this is entertainment. This is for you to get the win, okay? All right, uh, before I answer this, did I say uh, I'm buying beer if I win the gift certificate this week? Oh, fantastic. Here we go. Let's go, Joe. I'm pulling for him to get this gift certificate. You ready? <laughs> yeah. He just does the greatest thing ever. He just goes, all right, Joe. And oh, I go, you have to turn your mic on. No, I didn't do that at all. He's lying. <laughs> He's trying to make me look like an ass. Entertainment is true or false. Come on. <laughs> Talk, Chuck. At least it's 50-50, all right. all right. Russell Crowe could potentially face charges after he was performing at a club in New Zealand and refused to stop smoking. Is that true or false? Uh, I'm going to say false. <laughs> 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 oh, that wasn't in the headlines today. Oh, I'm sorry, oh Joe. Even, ah! He emphasized on the true. True. All right, so give me the story. Well, Russell Crowe's performing in a club. New Zealand has, uh, I think, more stricter laws about smoking in public places. More the, stricter, right. Yeah, mm -hmm. the, uh, They're more it's crazier. strictiness is crazy. The uh, management went uh, and said, hey, stop smoking. Because he's more crazier, right? And They're he, the most craziest. Well, cool, all right, that's cool. You're the most funnest. <laughs> Everyone else flubs, but every time I do it. <laughs> what? 
It's not a flub. It's a uh, complete lack of understanding com- the English language. Yeah, it's a complete disrespect. Stop being so stupid. This for conjugation. <laughs> so what was he performing? I don't know. Some new band of his. Such a dominant. The Ordinary Fear of God, his new band. He was performing. I guess he likes to smoke when he's on stage. And uh, the smoke man on the guitar. Man Does he li- light it up or lit it up? Man just said stop smoking. Is he, he drunk or drank? Started whatever. <laughs> Coming up. It's a- not Thursday. It's not the Fat Man Diaries yet. <laughs> I know because I'd be napping. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, good game show, everybody. It's good to be back in here with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the phones are open. In fact, let me go over a couple of these because we're talking about Chunks is going to be a slave tomorrow for the Phillips file. Here are some of the uh, suggestions so far. Bong Swat Matt says Chunks should have to go get Tuttle his water, and then he should add some spit or worse. Why would that uh, be, a, be a thing for, against Chunks? Swallow says, um, for Chunks is Mr. Phillips' slave, treat Mr. Phillips like a Roman emperor. Feed him grapes and fan him with a palm uh, frond. I like that idea. I like I like the idea of you fanning him, but you do the bat wing. Then <laughs> <laughs> <And> just fan. <laughs> um, Bongswa adds, this is the mostest, funnest game show of foreverness. So, it's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. All right, we're going to draw the winner for that 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP Projection HD TV in moments. And also, too, we'll talk about this Flight 93 movie and why the trailer was pulled out of a uh, New York movie theater. We'll do that. Chunks' dad pulled out. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Real quick before we get into this segment, Hefe, uh, I found the stills for the new Marilyn Manson movie. I'll send them to you. Oh, wow, no way. Yeah. All right, send them over. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 live on a Monday night. Reminding you to uh, subscribe to the podcasting. Over the weekend, we had five of our five categories in the top 100 for the talk shows, which is a first ever for any talk show. Inzanition, thanks to you, and of course, right here, the uh, funniest night show in America, The Hideout. So uh, check that out. You can easily down, uh, download iTunes for free. Mm-hmm. In fact, speaking of, I think you can get the uh, the interview for LooseChange911.com. That's all under the interview section. And our buddy Buckethead over at uh, Real Rock yes. is going to, uh, I guess a lot of listeners of The Hideout emailed him about it. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to have those guys on the show, on his show. Over on Real Rock coming up in the next couple of days, so uh, I'll tune in again. I didn't call. Yeah, definitely. For some questions. And I would, I would, uh, I would like to see someone else's take on it too. No, absolutely. Um, all right. Speaking of the LooseChange911.com dubs, mm-hmm. one of the things in there that they question is, well, along with everything that happened on that fateful day, is Flight 93 mm-hmm. that was uh, that was uh, crashed in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. And, you know, the let's roll. Well, apparently the first movie, like official for release movie of 9-11 is coming out. We talked about this a little bit last week. 
But the movie trailer is out. Uh, I watched it with my sound off this morning at my dad's place. Turns out there's no sound to it. It's just music, right? Well, there there is, like, a movie sound to it, but there's no, like, theatrical voiceover or anything for it. So if you're just hearing it, it's a little bit hard to follow the regular trailer. That's what we were going to play earlier, but we decided not to because there's no. Re- it's kind of hard to follow on the, just the audio. Mm-hmm. But I do have uh, something that basically covers everything that was covered in the uh, in the uh, trailer. It's a so just a couple minute thing with the director, and he goes through clips of the movie and uh, talks with families of. Flight 93. All right, so this was, uh, it's a preview for United 93. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no voiceover, no famous actors. It begins with images of a beautiful morning and passengers boarding an airplane. It uh, it takes you minute by minute to realize what the movie's even about. Then, of course, it gets into the whole thing. Now, I guess this was shown in a preview for Inside Man mm-hmm. at the uh, Grauman's Chinese Theater in Hollywood. And audience members began shouting out, too soon, too soon. In uh, nine, in uh, New York City, the response was even more dramatic. On the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Yeah, the AMC Lowe's up there. They pulled the trailer. One lady was crying, according to the officials. And she was saying that sh- uh, they shouldn't have played the trailer, that it was wrong, and that I don't think people are ready for this. And I doubt that some people are. And mostly in New York City. That's still a, a touchy subject over there. Even though they, they were able to get up and pick up the pieces pretty quick. Uh, you know. My problem with it is uh, as following. For Titanic, I guess there's been enough time since the Titanic happened. Mm-hmm. Plus Pearl some, Harbor. Plus some people have survived and could tell the story of what happened. All of this is complete... Not, I'm not even going to say fabrication, but uh, what's another word I'm looking for? Speculation. Yes. It's just completely speculating as to what happened on that plane. Now, is it by what the uh, 9-11 report said? Is that what they're going off of here? I haven't a clue. I would imagine that's probably what the, the most uh, reasonable source to go off of this on. And if you're going to call it a factual movie, that's what you kind of have to go with. But, uh. Alright, so this, what, now what is this you have for us, Dubs? It's a couple minutes of the director talking with, uh, and telling why he decided to make it and, uh, what steps he went through and talking with some of the families from the, the flight. If it works. And it's not. Hold uh, on. By the way, screw Giant Brian. <laughs> why? Because he said, Half Face Chick isn't named Beth. Is she? Because it would make this whole We Don't Work Fridays bit even funnier. <laughs> My grandfather died, dude. I'm sorry we weren't here on Friday. All right, is it working now? Yeah. All right. United 93, United 93, Cleveland, Center, I got this. Hello? Honey, it's me. My flight has been hijacked. Like everybody, the events surrounding Flight 93 and, you know, the events of 9-11 had a massive effect on me. And it became pretty clear to me after that that I would always want to make a film about terrorism that would encompass and explore the events of 9-11. So while he's watching all this uh, tragic stuff go down, he's thinking, wow, this would be a great movie. At 11.52, he's thinking, I want to make this. I could get a paycheck out of this. 
Nice. Now I have to act fast. <laughs> now I actually said it that night. How soon until we see this on a movie on a movie screen? I didn't think it'd be this soon. And Bong Spot Matt brings up a good point. He watched Saving Private Ryan with an old man uh, in the row behind him, mm-hmm. and that movie was so real that that the old man broke down, started crying, and left during the beach landing scene. Which is the first scene. And that was like 60-plus years ago or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. So it's way too soon for the 9-11 movies. 407-916-1041, But then it's about whether it's the right time, and it's about whether the families of those people on board the airplane want you to tell that story. What we found when we went to see each one of those families was that they all want this film to be made. Our loved ones continue to live with inside of us, so we continue to be their voices. I would hope someone would walk away from hearing the feats of the passengers and crew of Flight 93 empowered. That's why I chose to be involved with the film, not only for my brother, but so that all 40 of those individuals are remembered. Which of us hasn't read accounts of that story or seen television documentaries and wondered how might we have reacted in that situation? And in a sense, this film goes to the heart of that. The story is about standing up for what you believe in, never letting fear take over, and doing everything you possibly can. Okay, hold on. We've done exactly that. We have let fear consume and run our lives. But she's not speaking for the American people. She's just speaking for the people who uh, were on this flight. We don't even know and what happened. Now, if if this is what happened on the flight, it does tell that story. We don't even know what happened. Some people say that they do. <sighs> Until you can't. That's the way she was. That's the way they were on the flight. I dare to believe that we have that within all of us. I want this movie to help encourage people to believe that. I think we as a group realized that in doing this we would understand more about 9-11. It made us think very carefully about those people who were random people. You know, these men and women on the plane were normal people, and this could have happened to any of us. You know, and it's my hope that um, this film does not make Jeremy bigger than life any more than he was, but that he was a father and he was a husband, and he was a man that went to work every day, and he came home and had dinner with his family, and you know, he wasn't somebody that woke up in the morning thinking this was his last day. When you look at what happened on... Why are you so angry? I, I just, I don't understand. What don't you understand? I, first of all, I think it is, a, it is an, a just remarkable poor taste to make this movie. But I'm not going to be bitching at the uh, the families who are on this this, uh, this little clip right now. I, I, I'll take shots at the director all day long, but the last thing I'm going to do is get mad at these families. I'm not mad at the families. I'm mad at the whole idea of it. I'm, it's, a, it's just going to... Sp- Scare people into giving up more rights. That's all this is going to do. It's not going to remember the people who were on Flight 93. It may. It's not going to memorialize them. It's going to get people frightened out of their heads to give up more rights when they give up when they get on a plane or anything else. You think this movie is going to have that much power? Yes, absolutely. People walk out of there. Fox News will be, so what do you think? What do you think about the, the, the president's war on terrorism? Well, I don't care. I tell you what, I'll give up a few of my rights so I can be safe when I fly. Now, but, Never a year. But, but what this uh, 
this shows is that people can stand up for themselves on a flight and they shouldn't be as afraid. And uh, once once something like this happens, take matters into your own hands. Well, that's fantastic. I'm not going to argue. If that's indeed what happened, that is tremendous. I, but that that's what they're trying to show with this movie. They, we this don't is what know the, that. The, this is what the the uh, director's saying that he's trying to show with this movie. Okay, that's fine. But again, we don't know the facts. We don't know the facts of what happened, and I'm telling you, this is going to scare people. All we know is what came out of the 9/11. This report. is going to be a hit. This is going to be the new Titanic. I'm going to go see it. This is going to be the next Larry the Cable Guy health inspector. <laughs> Can't wait. It will be. He left Just you because message, that crashed and burned doesn't mean nah, that stop. you're going to make jokes about this movie. Stop. I'm not going to let that happen. That was a hit. Did better than Basic Instinct 2. <laughs> Take that. I will. Am I wrong? Am I Am I completely out? Am I, am I, out I think you're completely right. Left field? Thank you, Tommy. Someone, finally. All right, we've got about 30 seconds left. With a thought in their head. On that aeroplane, we find a story of immense courage and fortitude, but we also find wisdom. I don't think you ever know when is the right time to make a film like this, and that's why you have to start by going How about to see 60 the years? They clearly feel that it's the right time. He won't be able to so cash in on it then. You yeah. listen. Can't ride that corpse all the way to the bank. Is. Like Ray. And EJ he from the U says. All right. EJ from the U says, why is a British filmmaker making a movie better than American? Yeah, that, I found that very, very odd. That he at least had a British accent. I don't know if he's uh, lives in Britain or lives in America or and where he name, lives. And his name Paul Greengrass. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's like Native American or something. <laughs> Didn't sound Native American. Iron Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> Bear Greengrass. I don't know. All I'm saying is, it seems a little in poor taste. A little too soon. I will agree, little, it definitely uh, uh, seems way too soon. And a little of, hey, like, we don't even know what happened. And, I mean, the whole thing of, uh, you, you know this is not going to go over well with a bunch of people close to those uh, that situation like they did in New York. When uh, when people were watching this, on when they're going to see a movie to relax, they're seeing uh, the planes run into the Twin Towers again on the big screen. The people... Oh, we're going to go see this. So the people in Kansas, the people in Missouri. It is for middle America, definitely. The people in middle America who need to not forget. Oh, that's why they tie uh, and to get riled, And to get riled up again. That's all that's going to happen. Oh, my. They're riding. You're right. They're riding this one to the bank. I guess. You know, I don't know. It just seems really wrong to me. I do think it's far too soon. I don't know if it's the truth or not. I'm not going to sit here and say they're lying, because I don't know. Well, then why take it as fact? Wait. I'm not taking it as fact. It's a movie. <laughs> they're, they're, the odd thing is using this uh, this uh, tragedy to entertain people in any way. All right, let's go to Ladies First in the Hideout, Nan and Norman Beach sounding off. What's up, Nan? Hey, um, there's already been a movie done on Flight 93 they did on the Lifetime, Lifetime station. Yeah. Actually, it was A&E. And it, and it was, yeah, it was a pretty good movie. It was very sad, sad, sad. Yeah, no, and, and it did well. It was like the highest rated A&E movie ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really good movie. Uh, well done. Nah, thank you, Nan. Hey, this director, he is from uh, England, but he also directed The Bourne Supremacy. Oh, Ooh. it's going to be good then. 
And he's with scheduled that, with that uh, resume. He's also scheduled to uh, direct the Bourne Ultimatum in 2007. <laughs> oh, <right>? fantastic! <laughs> It's a hideout, real radio. I hate born. 104.1. <laughs> Monday night in the hideout, real radio 104.1. Epic. It's your chance to uh, sound off in the hideout tonight. Be heard at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Half and dubs with you. We were talking about this flight, 90, actually United 93. Yes, that's the name of the movie. movie. About 9-11 that's coming out already for theatrical release. There was already the Flight 93 on A&E mm-hmm. that was highly rated. And now this United 93 will be out in theaters. I say it's way too soon. We don't have enough information, and it's in poor taste. I don't think poor taste. I think what it's going to do, I think it's going to uh, be empowering to people. Empowering? All right. Hmm. Um... Hey, Dubs, real fast, uh, I flew over the weekend. Yes. Going back to Dallas over the weekend. And discovered what is probably the greatest potential scam of all time when flying. Yeah? So I got dropped off at the airport Friday morning, hopped out with my crutches. Immediately, someone runs up to me with a wheelchair. (laughs) Immediately. And I was running late as it was, because we had had a late night the night before over at Dancers Royale. had a blast over there. And so the guy was like, here, hop on, and I'll take you all the way to your gate. I'm like, oh, well, fantastic, cool. So I'm running over, and we're, we're rolling over. Immediately cut through all of the security. Yeah? Our own little way. So then... He's like, yeah, man, I'll just take you all the way down to the gate. So then he rolls me all the way down to the gate. And I, I'm passing all these schmucks on their two good legs. <laughs> and I got this guy, this nice young man, pushing me down. Strapping young lad. Like I'm Miss Daisy. Big buck. He was. Kind of <laughs> cute. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> these crutches were 40 bucks. I'm going to get my money's worth from now on, even when I get healthy. These things are going with me on every flight. I don't blame you. Hey. They're going with me to Universal and Disney. You know what? And everywhere else. On top of that, uh, whoever's with you gets to go the whole way with you. Absolutely. So all you need is one crutched person, and you get flown right up to the front. And I tip the guy a little something. I throw him a couple of bucks, and I'm thinking... $2 $2 was infinitely worth not having to wait in that crazy line. Over $10 at, is worth that. Over at MCL. It was fantastic. I, I wish would, somebody had let me in on this crutch scam earlier. I would have given him a grant. Now, I'm actually hurt. But when I'm better here in about six weeks to a month. You're still using it. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. I may be on crutches the rest of my life. Because life is good <laughs> when you're on a crutch. Anna in Daytona Beach here in the Hideout and Road Radio. What's up, Anna? Hey, I wanted to call because um, I, when I went to see Inside Man the other night, there was a preview for United 93, mm-hmm. and um, my immediate response to it honestly was disgust, and it almost made me cry to see the commercial because I think it's entirely too soon for that movie to be made. I don't think it should be made by a British uh, director or filmmaker, and I just think it's like way, way too much fascination again. It being by a British filmmaker kind of 
is better for me. I feel a little bit better about it because it's not like our own country capitalizing on it. Yes, it is because it's a uh, it's a movie studio here in America. It's, yeah, I mean, it's American movie business that's, that's making money off of it, and the British filmmaker just makes it seem like it should be more of a documentary, but it's not. So if anything, it should have been made by an American who had an emotional point of view so that it would have been an emotional comment, not a documentary comment. Uh, let me ask you about this, Anna. When is it okay to uh, release this movie? I, I would say never. I mean, honestly, well, we gotta, never, never is a long time. I, I think you got to wait at least sixty years, like this. Yeah, I think a long. Time. I, I mean, people in the silk. People. Titanic took what about ninety years? Not, not quite. But I mean. Yeah, no, it was, it was a while. Absolutely. It was a while. It was like you know, right happened before the Great Depression, and and they made the movie in like what ninety six, ninety seven. No, you're right about that. Thank you, Anna, for the phone call. People in the Civil War would have said never. I never want to see. A play made about the Civil War. They just didn't want to see um, glory. No, I mean, that, that was the downside of it in their minds. The rest of them, eh, I'm down with it. Well, Matthew Damon needs to work. So uh, whether you think supremacy. it's too early to have another born <laughs> movie come out is kind of beside the point. It's already being made. Just deal with it. You those, don't have to go see it. No, I actually, don't. Those are actually pretty good. I hate them. You don't even watch them. I hate born. <laughs> Chris in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, man? Hey, I got a point for you. How about, um, I heard in the news today how uh, they want to sentence the guy that was involved with the terrorist. They want to sentence to death. Mm-hmm. What would you think if they made him watch it, knowing, you know, before he died, seeing how many lives he ruined? Well, here's the thing, though. Yeah, he was trying to do that. He'd probably sit there and laugh like it was the latest yeah, uh, batch movie. For yeah, him. Steve Martin flick. I don't think he would really get anything out of it. By the well, way, well, if it was the latest Steve Martin flick, he wouldn't be laughing at all. He'd be crying. <laughs> By the way, I don't think we should be killing that dude, making a martyr out of him. No, that doesn't make I, any sense. It, really, it doesn't help us out at all to kill him. I, I say you poke and prod that guy, not in a sexual way, Matt. I saw you get excited over there. <laughs> But you try to get eyebrows as much. all raised, <laughs> slobbering. You you might as well get as much as you can out of the man. That's what I say about serial killers too. Why would you kill a serial killer? They, I'd want to analyze them for the rest of their life to see what makes them tick. Yeah, we still have uh, trouble figuring out what really makes them tick, and each of them individually are different but the same. So there has to be more. Uh, that brings that together. I right, hold on a second. EJ from the U says impersonating someone who is handicapped is a crime. Not handicapped, but injured. And I am injured. I'll just kick you in the ankle before any flight. And I have an injury. Mm-hmm. And I have a doctor's note. <laughs> I do. I can just scribble out when it was from. Sorry, that's smudged off. <laughs> what are they going to do? Not believe me? Maybe when they catch me running later on to go get an icy. <laughs> just swinging your crutch above your head? <laughs> like it's a helicopter. All right, Snowman, listening up in Virginia. Hey there, Snowman, on RealRadio.fm. From Here to Eternity was a movie about Pearl Harbor. came out 12 years after that attack. 12 years even I'd be okay with. Five? Hmm. And then this Nicolas Cage, Oliver Stone flick that's coming out? Hey, you got something real fast you wanted to play for me. What is it? Oh, actually, I didn't bring it. Oh, the uh, the song? Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you meant the 911 call. Uh, yeah, I've got a uh, mystery artist for you, Hefe. All right, let's give out a prize as people can guess this. Right, it's going to be a tough one. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041. No, on your singular wireless phone, 
Hefe, I'm going to just tell you this, and any of the listeners, they might be able to guess a little bit easier knowing this, and thank you for Tuttle for hooking me up with it, is something very closely with you. Okay. Clarence Clemens. Tesla. <laughs> it's not signs. Zebrahead. I forgot about them. <laughs> Mystery artist. There's only one guy. It's a celebrity. David Hasselhoff. No. You already guessed him. Kelly Packard. Who? Mitch Buchanan, lifeguard. Alright, I don't I have no clue. Alright, let's take a break if you can guess who it is. Be a winner next in the hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. The hideout. If you can guess who that is. No I guesses ha- at all, Hefe? I don't want to throw it out there, and I'd rather give out a prize. Okay. I'll think about it. And we'll also take your phone calls on United 93. It's Monday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Name this artist. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. We'll give you a prize if you can do it. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. I got a guess. Who? You said near and dear to my heart. Near and dear. Vin Diesel. Not Vin Diesel. Not even close. Damn it. Mark, in your truck, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Mark? What do you say, fellas? What you got? I don't know who it is. It's Janet Reno, bless. All right, Janet Reno. Is that the mystery artist? <laughs> Looks a lot like her, but no. So it's a white person? Yes. All right, sorry, Bob. That takes out Dennis Rodman. You got another guess? Oh, um, no, I got nothing. All right, thank you, man. Appreciate the phone call. Bong Swap Matt has it. Really? Yep. I'm surprised. Oh, don't send that to me. No. Well, tell him to call if he's got it so he can be a winner. Jeff in Melbourne. Let's see. You're on the board first, though. What do you got? Well, I was going to guess Kevin Bacon, but I'm probably way off. No, it's not Bacon or the Bacon Brothers. All right. Fonzie on 95, your guess? I was going to say Russell Crowe. Is it? Mm-hmm. Russell not Russell Crowe. Crow. It is an athlete. I'll give that out. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> no. He's an athlete. No, he's not. I hate when you call him that. Do you see him run on the beach every day? <laughs> and he can David, work on cars. in Winter Park, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I got a guess for you. Who is it? Dirk Nowitzki. It is Dirk. What? All right, that song is number one on the charts. Congratulations, David. You're a winner. Dirk at the top of the charts here in the hideout of Road Radio 104.1. The, the song is called, let me find the name Court of the song. Courtside in Your Face? No. I wish it was that easy. What's it called, Chunks? Uh, I believe it is called Courtside in Your Face. Mm-mm. One of the callers, who uh, thinks it is. Hey, did the winner hung up? David and Winter Garden, call back or just say your name's David. The, uh, I turn up, turn up, I need to hear the lyrics. This is more exciting than the new Tool album. Yeah. 
He never meant for it to get out. This is what he listens to. In your face, caught away. In your face, caught side. In your face, fade away. In your face. I guess it's been said that he uh, listens to this before the games. That's why he's going to be MVP, baby. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> this is a hit. I want this on my iPod immediately. Actually, it's on Dirks, along with ACDC and Led Zeppelin. How do you know all this about my boy? I read the news. Side in your face, fade away. Court side in your face. In your face. Matt, what do you think? It's crap. <laughs> oh, come on! It's, it's, no, it's no David Hasselhoff. It is one of the worst things ever put on. Are you life. serious? Hey, yes. It is hooky. It's different. It's folky. I prefer K-Fed. Yeah. Oh, come on. This is, Popo's Popo has now. nothing on this. All right, here we have three Davids in Winter Garden <laughs> on the line to claim their prize. <laughs> Give them all prizes. I love you guys. You're fantastic. <laughs> hey, speaking of K-Fed, didn't you... Listen to the way this is going out. All right, Chunks, Book Dirk. Uh, we want to talk about the new album. Tell him we'll give him 40 spins a week. I guess he's not happy about it coming out, though. Oh, come on. It's fantastic. Oh, should we just fade away? In your face, courtside, in your face. Hey, dude, I'm not kidding. I love it. Josh, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Josh? Hey, what's going on, Huff AJ Dubs? Yeah. Hey, can I get this on my front uh, page of my MySpace? Is that anywhere so I can put that in the music part instead of a perfect circle? I'm sure you could. Uh, no, you'd rather have I'll a perfect it. circle, man. But, but if that song's number one on the hideout, then I have to guess number two is probably the Leprechaun song followed by David Hasselhoff. Oh, come on. What's the Leprechaun song? Oh, it's hilarious. All right, well, just send it to us, Josh. Here's the thing. I think we finally found a new out music. No. No. No, never. We will play it whenever uh, the uh, as a comeback whenever uh, the the Mavs are playing, or when they win, the, or when they win the championship. Uh, we'll, we'll put it on repeat for all hey, four hours. Well, there's still hope right now. Come <laughs> back to me in June. That's when I'll be crying in my in my sweater. I play it one more time, just one more time, <laughs> just one more spin for Dirk. I bet he played guitar himself. It's kind of funny. They they admit that it's a Photoshop picture. But they have a picture of him. You have a photo? It, it's uh, not real. Bring it over to me. All right. Let me see this. A little material. I'm not going to lie and make love to him. Oh, wait a second. That's you, Dubs. That's you. Tell me that isn't Dubs with a guitar. <laughs> you look like Dirk. No, that's why I keep you. Look, Dubs picks up Dirty Jim's guitar. <laughs> Hit the post, Dubs. You know, I got as much rhythm as him. Oops, broke a string. Side in your face, fade away in your face. Is he trying to do a deep man's voice? He's German. Look at it, he's seven foot tall. He's going to talk like that regardless. He I like told Andre you the Giant. I told you it was David Hasselhoff. All right, this is fantastic. I'm loving it. I need you to email that to me ASAP. Well, I need you to thank Tuttle. Thank you, Tuttle. You're back in my good graces now for finding me what I'm going to call Song of the Year. 
Look you think this the, is going to make it on the Grammys? Look for the Grammys and Dirk performing. Ask how will you keep up the intensity? <laughs> hey, uh, what was it that real fast since we're on this subject of music? Timberlake calling out K-Fed? Yeah, he uh, finally he went on the record of what he thinks of, uh, of K-Fed. And he said he thinks Kevin is gross, and there's not much that would change his mind about that. What is he, a third grade girl? <laughs> I know. He's grody. He's icky. And he said that uh, they, Spears and uh, Timberlake, had a lot of great years together, and he's pretty sad about how things have turned out with her. <laughs> it's like it's like she uh, she's paralyzed now. That is, are you, or she what, lost a thumb. But think it's about really it. really sad. I mean, it's the chick. you got to think about this in all honesty. So let's say you got a chick that you were really into. Mm-hmm. Well, your first loves or whatever. And let's say you you probably will always care about her in some way or another, mm-hmm. especially in the way they kind of just separated because of the fame maybe got to them or whatever. I don't think you want to see her hold up with some trash. Me? I'm happy when that happens. What? I love it when I see, like, old people I used to date or used to know doing terrible for themselves. It makes me so happy. That's why I love talking to BJ. <laughs> By curious BJ? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, what do you think, Tommy? Because I know Tommy, for some reason, I respect him on relationships. It, oddly enough, I got a, an uh, email from my girlfriend from high school after, like, seven years I haven't talked to her. And just out of the blue, she emailed me today. At the Bateman or the other one? Uh, n- yeah, it was my work email. Oh, wow. I was just checking my email to see if my new pastor worked, and I was like, what the hell? That was kind of shocking. Yeah. I'm how's doing, she doing? I'm doing better. Really? Yeah. So how does that make you feel? You kind of sad about it? Um, well, Is I, that Gabby? No. Oh, okay. Thanks for yelling that name. Out. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I thought that was my bad. No, I haven't talked to this girl in like seven years. Last I had seen her, I had just gotten my dog, and she was pregnant by some like redneck guy. And I guess they're still together and have two kids. Now. So now you're Timberlake. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Wow. Because she's there with. <laughs> she's there with trash. <laughs> I w- Yeah, I wouldn't want to see someone who I'd love before just hold up in a relationship that you know. They're essentially held hostage. Because there's no escaping, because at the very least, the best way this is going to work out for uh, Brittany Mm -hmm. is for K-Fed to leave her with those two children. I guess the one that's on the way, and little Sean Preston. You've seen his track record. He doesn't take the children when he goes. Oh. No matter how much money he's going to have. She better hope that somehow she can have a miscarriage and and just be left with the first one. Hopefully she miscarries one of them and has a miscarriage at the same time. Down a flight of steps. You think K-Fed's going to write a uh, a song in response and put it like on a hidden track on his on his album? Just like I any track, with any, no Vaseline? <laughs> any track will be hidden with his. <laughs> hidden in the bottom of the dollar barrel. It's dropping in August, by the way. Maybe the two of them will get together and do a dance-off on pay-per-view. Or get together a TRL. You know what? That would I, I would give the edge to uh, to Federline there. Even You've though been served. Even though that uh, the Timberlake is a great dancer, he has all the moves. How do you know that, you sissy? Have you ever watched his videos? Bye bye bye. I mean, bye bye bye. What was the other ones? His his solo ones. He's doing more. River. Oh Not yeah, Crimea River. Shut up with that one. I hate it. Was that one about the uh, getting even with an ex and her crying a lot? What was that one called? 
Oh, the Crimea River? Yes, that one's great. I He actually had that one that I kind of liked. What was like Rock Your Body? Yeah, didn't he dress up like Michael Jackson? In yes, that, that was the one that uh, he he had all the moves for. What are the chances of Britney ever saying, "Hey, why can't you be successful like Justin"? <laughs> you can't say this is not a good song. I don't. I don't hate on Timberlake. I think he's good. I felt really gay loving this uh, music when it first came out. Is that one of those where you pull up to a stoplight and you roll <laughs> your window, you roll your windows up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ever catch yourself trying to hit the note that he's hitting and just thinking, how does he do that with balls? <laughs> you know? It. He does it without. That's the secret. They just sit there and pinch them. <laughs> he keeps a young, uh, a young gerbil in his pants. Just anytime he needs to hit a note. Slaps it. Hey, whenever you're dating someone, isn't the worst thing trying to like live up to their ex-boyfriend? Yeah, and it, it always sucks when you know that the uh, ex is talking trash about you. Or what if they're like really successful? Mm-hmm. And oh, you, you know he's got four cars. Oh, great! Well, you should have stayed with him then. Should have been such a whore. <laughs> That's why you should only, uh... Date high schoolers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Virgins or loser chicks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you... Imagine you dated... Say, Federline never came along, and somehow you ended up meeting Britney Spears, and you could tolerate her music and everything for somehow... How would you live up to Justin Timberlake? Like, me, personally? Yeah, I mean, like, he's got, like, more money than, like... Any of us will ever have, and he's—I guess—he's in fairly decent shape, and all the girls want him. Is he on the radio in Central Florida? Yeah, right now, playing in the background. I guess he is. <laughs> I guess he. Um... Wow, you're right. How do you live up to that? I'm taller I got... than him. I can't even say that I have better hair because I'm balding. <laughs> I could say at least I don't have that nappy chunks hair, but it's not even like I can have that. Oh, man. How would you live up, Dubs? To this? Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even try. I would, I, say, I would say, I know I'm walking into a situation I can't win. Just let me, you know, live in a humble shadow of uh, Justin Timberlake. Could you imagine, too, if somebody famous was ever, like, and she's dating a Central Florida DJ? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, she's falling. They met at the Matador uh, <laughs> on one... Balmy summer night in Central Florida, and her friends keep saying, "Why? He's chubby, and he's balding. Have you not noticed the love handles?" Damn it! You know what I'm gonna do? Learn to dance. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best way to get chicks. And I got a great chick now, but if she ever lives, leaves me, first thing I'm going to do is learn to dance. Look at these guys. That's why they're getting all the poon. What kind of dancing would you take, though? Doesn't matter. All. Strip aerobics? Fruity dancing. <laughs> <laughs> because think about it. Ride the pony. When you're at a club, no matter, kind of, like the guy, hold on, I'm trying to get my thought together. I guarantee every guy with a dirt stash knows how to dance. And that's why girls are hanging out with them and doing them. You know what I mean? Like, if you know how to dance, you'd be able to get a chick. 
Dance or sing? Girls love guys who dance, like at the clubs and stuff. Because even if they dance with you, that's how you can kind of get that first initial feeling. What really bothers me about the dancing, though, the dudes dancing, before they get with a chick, just to get the dancing started, they'll dance with other dudes, their friends. And that really just oaks me out. Gansing? Yeah, gansing. Oh, <coughs> uh, dudes and dudes dancing? Yeah. Because they all, like, when... when Shut you... the hell up. You and I have done that before. Yeah, you for a joke. Sexually assaulted former managers. <laughs> yeah, male managers. I'm very on a proud dance of that. Floor. Uh, Hefe Dubs, maybe you guys like to lay off the drinks, cool off a little bit. <laughs> no. No way. You're next, Cameron. <laughs> Alright, let's take a break. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. I guarantee you ask most chicks what they like about a guy, other than the looks. I think it's the confidence of dancing, too. Like, if a guy is out there and he's confident in his dancing... Chicks dig that. Hell, that was Matt Albert at Dancers Royale on Thursday night. If you acted like that at the bar, he was sitting there and he was grooving, he was dancing, and the strippers took notice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't for the money. No. No, nah, I'm telling you, it was a little something extra. Because they were actually, like, for real, kind of chatting it up with you. And I saw that something extra under the black light. You sick bastard. <laughs> it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hideout. It's the Hideout. Stay tuned. Listen to the Hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs, you had something, uh, speaking of K-Fed, about male birth control? Yes. I wish he would have had it. He wouldn't have ruined Britney. Is this actually coming out? Yeah, so uh, it's, uh, it's uh, passing the test phases right now, and we'll see if it gets on the market. All right, we'll tell you about that next in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Hefe, Dubs, Matt Albert, Chunks, Bateman. The whole crew. By the way, I do have something to ask Bateman about. While I was on vacation, I guess some drama going on with yes, Brian um, Austin Bateman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll chat about it later. I've got a lot of... Uh, I, I heard a lot about it this weekend from both parties, Bateman and uh, Brian I told you Austin about it Bateman. today. Um, I just heard about it from Tommy. First of all, let's go to the winner of the 52-inch Mitsubishi DLP Projection HDTV DLP Technology from Texas Instruments, the television from CompUSA, Jay Christ in heaven. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you, I am so happy. Dude, that is like one of the badass, if not the most badass prize that we have ever given away, dude. Oh, uh, I, I, when I got there, I took my voice message of this guy in class, and I heard chunks, and I, was, I couldn't believe it. I just want to thank the hideout, the greatest nighttime, screw that, the greatest, <laughs> the greatest, the greatest show ever, anywhere, in Comp USA, uh, Texas Instruments, Instruments. Don't forget uh, God. I, and I think I think my father God, who uh, because of him using his uh, you know powers, that, you know, his pull at the radio station, I the, probably wouldn't have won. That but, uh, made you win. Here's the fantastic thing too, and I got this from Nightmare Dave. While he was bummed that he didn't win, he said, "Thank God a true heretic won, mm-hmm. and that someone who listens constantly was able to pick up on this television." So Jay Christ, congratulations, and uh, thank you again to Texas Instruments for the DLP technology and the. Uh, 
52-inch DLP projection HDTV, dude. Uh, what are you going to do with that? What, what the, what's the first thing you're going to pop in there, porn? Um, I could use, you know, I might like, videotape myself and watch that on the screen. You know, <laughs> just, uh, you know it, it looks larger that way. Yeah, no, exa- uh, you're going to be tremendous. You're just going to bring girls over, pop in a video of you, punching the clown. Be like, <laughs> you, you could get this. It is that big. Yeah, man. Well, what I really want to do is this football season... Football party, my house, on the big screen TV for all the heretics. Oh, that's awesome. fantastic. All right. Very nice, Jay Curry. All right, hold on. Chunks is going to talk to you to get all your information, my friend. Uh, thank you, Hideout. All right, hold on, buddy. If I was, uh, I would be lying if I didn't say I've tried to rub up against my uh, big screen TV while watching porn. Did I ever tell you that I did that as a child? Who hasn't? Yeah, where well you go up. I'm not kidding about doing it only a year and a half ago. Because you go up. And first you try to look down, mm-hmm. like, the yeah. screen to see if you can see what's going on down there. And then you press yourself up against your television. Thank goodness you can't really comprehend what you're doing. Oh, I knew the whole time. Oh, yeah, because you did it when you were 23. <laughs> I had to see if it would work. You, you you watch enough music videos in your day, and you think you can reach the TV and grab someone. You think or it's even, aha? Or mm-hmm. even hoping that girl... I'm just snap my fingers into the TV screen and then rub myself against it. Hope the Swedish guy will come out and hug you. So horny, you even hope the girl... You know my the, videos. <laughs> the ring will come through. Mm-hmm. Just something to take care well, of you. Some kind of ring. <laughs> oh, man. That is... uh. A tarnished brass ring. Now think about it. A heretic has a better television than me. <laughs> me and my stupid little 27-inch Sanyo that I got from the seventh grade. <sighs> when am I finally going to move up in the world? Go to Renaissance like I did and pay way too much for it. <laughs> Still paying it off. Oh, I finally got it paid off. Finally. Now you're ready to move up. Mm-hmm. I'll buy yours. For what I paid for it. Four grand. What? <laughs> After paying all those extras, yeah. I'm you 500. No. 500. 700. Um, now, a good way to uh, stop men from uh, birthing or uh, being fathers to children is to either hump a big screen TV <laughs> or the new male birth control that could be out nice very, very segue. soon. Thank you. That wasn't a reach at all. <laughs> it really isn't, though. Uh, the male birth control could be on the market very soon. It's uh, It passed one of the big hurdles of the test phase. Uh, it got back up because they made them stop uh, uh, testing for it because it did have one side effect. Uh, Which was? Swelling. Impotence? No, swelling, but uh, it was a very um, a very non-painful swelling. So everything... Well, then that seems like a bonus. Yeah, so they, uh, they, they stopped them from uh, testing it for a while. And now that they found out that there was no other effects from that swelling other than just the swelling. Beware, this will make you thicker. What the hell? <laughs> Are you kidding? Extreme circumference I, inside. Yeah, I would take that. Guys have been looking for that forever. This is mm-hmm. a boat. You're not going to get a chick pregnant and you're going to be larger? Now no, I'm like a coffee can down there. Right. <laughs> what this does is it'll stop you from having children for 10, or 15, 10 to 15 years with one dose. And it can be uh, terminated at any time. You can get it flushed out at any time. It's oh, a, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a gel that they inject. Oh, they had to make it difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they inject, and it stays there, and it stops any uh, passage. Any passage, yeah. It, it creates a beaver dam, 
And, uh, <laughs> all right, hold on. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1, talking about male contraceptives. And this could, uh, if if you aren't worrying about uh, STDs with the person you're with, it will totally take care of the birth side of it. I'm a little confused. Okay. So they inject this gel. Yes. And it sets up a little beaver dam. Mm Mm-hmm. That does is which essentially is acting like a vasectomy. Yes. So that when you do it's basically re- a liquid vasectomy. When you reach your ultimate pleasure, mm-hmm. there is still a byproduct of yes, that. Yes, but not. But uh, it's not active. Yes. Or potent. Mm-hmm. And at any time they inject. I want to be careful with it. Um. There. Uh, I would think it's a needle. Yes. Yeah. Definitely a needle. I'm just trying to uh, tell you where it gets injected. I don't know why. I would assume where. Okay. Yeah, through the tubes. It gets injected in there. It stops it all up. And then you are able to enjoy sex without the risk of pregnancy. All right, guys. Would you do it? It it 407-916-1041. It sounds great in theory, but I can see a lot of guys getting really bummed out about it because... It kind of takes away your manhood. Well, so is a normal vasectomy, too. Yeah, but that, that normal vasectomy is usually when you don't want to have kids ever again. You know, you don't want to, period. And, you know, if you're still an active man who, you know, is trying to go around spreading his seed. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that you don't want to be, though. Mm-hmm. Is it covered by insurance? I imagine it would be after time. Are vasectomies covered by insurance? Depends, I guess. All right, we need a little info here. I, you would think insurance companies would be all about this. That's less of a dependency on to them. All right, Dubs, we'll start with you then. Would you do it? Yes. Really? Without a doubt. Knowing it's reversible, too? That if you need it. Yeah. It, one, one shot back in there? Oh, we got to think about it for a second, bro. I'll do it on the air. They actually are taking what? They're taking test subjects right now. If I can get in this, I'll do it on the air. Uh, go to www.newmalecontraception.org. All right, well, go enroll. Go tell them we'll do a whole thing here. On the radio, as a couple of... Chuck jocks. Because you, you don't ever want to have children, do you? No. Does your chick make you wear a condom? Uh, dead... Up until we we're using this new form of rhythm uh, method. No, not no. really new. It's been around no. for a while. She uh, uses the pill and this other female dome. Oh, the female condom? Yeah. How's that? Good. Really? Mm-hmm. I would always think that it like you're like you're having sex with the uh, blow up doll. No, it's not like that. Like it's, it's just all plasticky. You know it, what I mean? It's something that dissolves. And you draw a mustache on it like you would with the doll. It's something that dissolves. It's not what? Yeah. It's a film. Yeah, that's kind of icky. It works. Zombie sex. All right, guys, come on. Would you do this, Chunks? If you had sex. I'm... I, nothing. Uh, <laughs> we'll pass on Chunks. Yeah. Tommy! Tommy, would you do this? 
Oh, I was in the office. So how how painful is the it's initial? Just, it, they I, don't say, but it's an injection. I'm, I'm sure it's a pinch. Uh, it could uh, cause swelling, a non-painful swelling, though. I heard that part. I I would need to know more about the actual procedure and how. I'll do it first. Bad. That, that, you do it first, then. I, I would consider <laughs> but, it. But uh, let me remind you, I took a taser to the taint. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think anything's a walk in the park compared to that. Let Matt what, Matt Albert walk on your back then. <laughs> right, here's the, here's the crappy thing like about Matt. Matt doesn't even know the great feeling. So you can't really even comment because you don't know what it's like with a condom or without. You've never touched the sweetness that is a woman. True. Oh, and it's so sweet and warm. Like nectar? Oh. My problem with this thing is it lasts 10 to 15 years, so you don't quite know exactly. Well, I would say after 10 years, you, you get checked up on it. I if wouldn't. it only lasts nine and a half, that could be a problem. It says 10 to 15. Yeah, but... Mm. Go back and eight. I'm thinking about it. I <laughs> might. Here's the thing. Ass. Oh, you got to think about this. And every guy knows this. How great it feels without a condom. Mm-hmm. Okay, but there are benefits too if you decide you do want to have kids, like in the next few years. You know what I mean? And then too, like I talked about with domes, you're able to last a little bit longer. And then Dub says, "Who cares? You know, he's not interested in her pleasure." Mm-mm. I don't think I'd do it. Seems like too much of a commitment. Well, and you I, can get it done. I really don't think I could handle going in there and someone throwing a needle there. You can get it undone at any time with another needle. No! Another big needle. That's not going to work. I would do it for the swelling. I need it for that. I think it just swells the parts that don't need to be swelled, you know? Which makes the other look smaller. Right. Oh, well then, I, who needs that? Jim and Georgia here in the High Down Road Radio. What's up, Jim? Hey, man, I'd definitely take the shot blocker. All right. The shot blocker. I like the that. Bay. Yeah, because that's what they're calling it. The minute. I'm here for the minute. I, I, t- I take it because think about it. Uh, your wife wants to have children. You're not sure. Man, you got 10 years of trying to have children, right? Oh, you know what? Dude, you're <laughs> pretty right, evil. You Thank you. Yeah, but then she wants to go to a fertility clinic, and then they're going to find out. That's, she's going to find out you've been lying to her. That's when you slip the doctor a 10. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you a palm 10? Him. Hook a brother up. <laughs> Look at you. The <laughs> doctor's going to be bribed off for 10 bucks. You're such a door, man. He's <laughs> a cheap bastard. It's like the concierge. I heard you tip the strippers really well, too. I did. Not a penny. What am I going to give them? That's supposed to Good be Good luck. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all I have. Tussle their hair. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> John in, Orla- John in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, I just wanted to let Dubs know that those contraceptive films that he's using, they mm-hmm. can actually give his chick a yeast infection. Been there, done uh, that, not fun. Oh, okay. Been there, done yeah, that. Yeah, they uh, disrupt all the natural stuff that's going on in there. And There's nothing natural. Have you ever looked at one of those? It's <laughs> 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 crazy. A biodome. All right, thank you, John. Appreciate it's like roadkill, for God's sakes. Look at you. Dead possum. Alright, Dubs would take the shot. Hail and everything. <laughs> God, what are you making love to? Jagged teeth. <laughs> Gallbladder hanging out. Uh, ladies first in the hideout. Laura in Sanford. What's up, Laura? Laura, are you there? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I would totally love to uh, sign my guy up for this program because 
I mean, I don't see any real negatives, and he loves me to go for the shot. <laughs> I would say that, too. Like, I mean, I kind of feel, and this is the feminist in me, Laura, that <laughs> is, you know, women have had to deal with this for so long. At the very least, you could go and uh, say your chick didn't have to get all those pills and hormones and stuff. Why don't you just take a shot? It's not going to mess with your home hormones. It's just going to uh, block everything. I'm surprised that exactly. something like this for men haven't come out before. I just think we've been too scared. We've just been thinking for a while. Well, it's dudes making the stuff, so yeah. the dudes are like, eh, let's uh, kind of keep <laughs> men, it away from us. Men don't like being messed around with in that area, no. you know, unless it's sexual. Exactly, and then we love it. I'll even let you go around the other side every once in a while. <laughs> What's wrong with you, dude? What? Take the old dirt trail. <laughs> Get up my hiking stick. <laughs> Put on your galoshes. Hope you brought your running shoes, honey. <laughs> 407. It's dusty in here. <laughs> it's the Oregon Trail. Getting cholera back there. <laughs> Going buffalo hunting. Four, it's 100 pounds of meat. 407-916-1041. Oh, man. Don't fall out of that chair, Matt. Okay, I'll try. He's already fallen out of one tonight. <laughs> oh, bam. It's a 3.4. Um, all right, apparently, uh, SKD sends me this. I guess he had, the, one of the guys who did it, though, the 39-year-old computer programmer in Seattle, mm -hmm. said he put on some weight. <laughs> who cares? But at that, too, I mean, whatever. I'd rather me... And his boys. <clears throat> I'd rather me put on the weight than my chick put on the weight. True. The chick will stick around. I even we said, won't. <laughs> it's amazing how that works. It's just a great double standard we have in this society. Mm -hmm. I've even said this, too. I'd be willing to be the one to go through the pregnancy. You're insane. My body is already shot to hell. Well, Why would I want her to ruin hers? Where would you go through? <laughs> They'd figure it out if you're getting to that point. Mud baby. Cesarean. <laughs> Cesarean. It'd be fine. Comes out looking like a Hershey kiss. <laughs> what the hell's going on? The beast. <laughs> oh. Four seven Just nine. A scarf on it. Nine one six one zero four one. The problem is when people met Matt. If guys could have babies, they'd ask him how many months he is. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Oh, good for you. You're carrying. No. Fifteenth trimester. <laughs> Why would I have to carry? <laughs> Joe and Tulsa, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's going on, Joe? Hey, man, not much. Uh, just basically my opinion on the thing is uh, you got to watch out for those tricky guys always playing the game because they don't like the feel, you know, of the rubber, but they'll just tell the lady, oh, I got that shot. So women are still going to have to carry their part as well, you know, with the pills and stuff. Now, that is true because a guy is sneaky. Why would, no, guys do not want to have that. They would not fool around with that because they don't want to have the kids. Hey, are we on XM tonight? Are we again? I don't know, but like we've had more out-of-town phone calls than we have had in-town phone calls. We're not, we've had Georgia, Oklahoma, New York. Where else have we had people call from? A couple of other different places. Hawaii. No Canada yet, though. That of the podcasting's really taken off like mm -hmm. nationwide. It was five of the top 100. Come on, Windsor. Windsor's a great place. Exit to Windsor. <laughs> great band. It's a hideout. Real radio.
Take ups to Brock. <laughs> Why? Come Stay on. Stay tuned to the hideout. The hideout. The hideout. Yeah. All right, Dubs. 19 wheels what? A lot is still get done. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. We'll take more phone calls on this. A couple other things we didn't get to. Ooh, we should play the uh, the lawyer for the lacrosse Duke players, too. Go Sounds ahead. like Foghorn Leghorn, I swear to God. And that, what's going on there? It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It is uh, Monday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. You know what? We should take suggestions right now as to what Chunks should have to do on the Phillips file tomorrow as their slave. I say carry uh, one of their children. Since... George Mason lost, and of course, Chunks went to George Mason, and Mr. Phillips went to uh, University of Florida. I, if we come up with something good, because he has to do what, five things tomorrow for everybody on the show? Mm-hmm. If people come up with something good, we'll give them a prize. How about a little backdoor action? You and Jack. You guys both got the beards for it. Broke back beards. But a little snuggling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more disgusting, well, almost nothing more disgusting than thinking about two guys snuggling. Why? Right. It's just love, dude. <laughs> you know, that's one thing, you know, when you think of the gay lifestyle. <laughs> what the hell? What? <laughs> Dub's typing me a message. When you think of the gay lifestyle, it never crosses your mind of two men snuggling on a couch watching uh, some TV. <sighs> Golden Girls. Why not? That's, I mean, that's just something that usually doesn't cross your mind. Just think of leather and tans. And... <laughs> Why would you say that? That's nothing bad about that. Leather and tans. Yeah. That sounds like a good life. Yeah, I mean, what's wrong? There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, what could Chunks do? What should Chunks have to do tomorrow? Leather and tanning. What I wrote you. You can't. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm not going to show it to you. What? You'll say it on the air. No, just let me see. No. During the break. Okay. All right, what could he do? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Chunks is the slave on the Phillips file tomorrow, so make sure you listen for that. I think, first of all, he wears a Mr. Slave outfit. Leather and or, panty. Come on. <laughs> or at least his uh, bra and panties. He hasn't, he hasn't broke those out in a while. Chunks, you want to bring back the bra and panties? I think. What were some of the suggestions on the IM earlier? Um, feeding grapes, seed grapes, and fan them down. Bonks would have had a good one too. I think. Um. Oh, his was to bring Tuttle water and then spit in it. Yeah. That doesn't really seem like. Uh, and Tuttle brought us that great Dirk song. Which, by the way, we haven't played enough. That's an A, my friend. That means he gets at least 35 spins a week. Here, I'll play it. That video is great. He really doesn't have an accent in this. Hold on, Jameson's got something. Jameson in Orlando, what should Chunks have to do for the file tomorrow? What's up, Bill? Hey, brother. One thing that Jim and them, if you've ever listened to the Phillips file, and Jim hates it when she does it, and she takes off her shoes, but medic- she needs a pedicure. All right, you know what? A pedicure for who? Um, for Moira. Oh. Moira. 
Uh, that would be fantastic. A pedicure for Moira tomorrow. Chunks underneath the table, underneath the console in here. In the uh, all right, hold on. You're you getting, got it. You're getting something. Chunks, you need to be an idea man for the Phillips file. I need you to impress them. Bring to them the idea of you giving Big Mo a pedicure. <laughs> right, is this Jack from the file? Chunks, is this the Jack? Oh, fantastic. Hey, Jack. I love that idea. All right, what, the snuggling? No, the pedicure. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, oh, my wife bro- uh, voted no on the broke back, uh, broke back guys. Damn yeah. it. All right, what, broke back snuggling. What do you, you have a suggestion? Oh, I, I was thinking about it. I was listening to your show, and I was thinking... You let him off easy. I was thinking about bringing all the ironing that I don't do, you know, and let him do my ironing actually in the studio. Then I thought making it challenging. I bring your daughter to work day. I could have him change my daughter's diaper. All right, problems. Uh, he's been ordered to stay 300 feet away from any minors. Damn it. And secondly, have you looked at him? Does it look like he knows how to operate an iron? I would fear for your clothes more than you getting any sort of benefit. That's, a, that's an excellent point, sir. Now, can we see? I'm wondering if I can extend it where I can actually bring him to my house. I'm thinking about one resodding my lawn, and then finally, I have an 18 year old who who doesn't clean her room. So if I could just send him in there, that would be really helpful. We don't need him. You yeah, can have him. absolutely. Tomorrow night, I would love for him to go over to your place and clean your daughter's room. That would be awesome. All right. Tomorrow on the Phillips file. Don't, don't expect her to have any panties left. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's he's going to steal it off. And, and ex- her shoes. And, and her socks. I'll be keeping an eye on them. Yeah, for the rub to just kind of be all maddy in one part. <laughs> thank, thank you, Jack. There you go. Jack from the Phillips Take file. Right. Who put wacky wall climbers in my underwear drawer? <laughs> did you ever do that? I did that in college. When I was about to move out of the university plaza, mm-hmm. and I was punching a clown, too lazy to go get any toilet paper or rag or anything, just right there on the on the carpet on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go get my shoe, rub it in. I remember. Uh, <laughs> I remember. So dirty. I, I remember our friend Reamer right before he moved out. He would run one uh, into the heater. <laughs> so next winter, when the <laughs> heater kicked on, all you'd smell is that. Where did we get a pool? Hmm. Chlorine everywhere. What? I can't. Please. No. Please. Let me see it. I'm not going to allow it. All right. Chunks, bring in the pedicure stuff for Moira. You give Moira a pedicure. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be even better. It'd be even better. You know that spit shine? Do that with your tongue in between the toes. Uh, uh, that cat tongue of his? Yeah. <laughs> Just sitting there. <laughs> meow. Looking meow. himself and then licking her toes. What's wrong with you, Chunks? What's wrong with Mason? That's the bigger question. Oh, boy. All right, so we got something from Moira. He's going to go clean. I, why even stop with Jack's just like daughter's room? I say entire place. Just clean the entire place. I think for Tuttle, what can you do for Tuttle? Hmm. I think uh, he owes Tuttle a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I say full body massage. 
ass, in the, groin. In the Mr. Slave outfit. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I think he just should just leave Otto alone. Yeah. I think that <laughs> would be get a punch. That would be a pleasure for Otto to just have Chuck flee Malone for one day. Hey, how do you do this on the cart wall? <laughs> I can't figure out these spots. Uh, yeah, how does my computer work? You know how this stuff, don't you? All right. Yes, you hey, just man. press a button. How's your band, Otto? Are you guys playing anytime soon? What's going on, man? Uh, we broke Isn't up. Isn't that kind of weird that your name's Otto and your band's name's Otto? It's Otto. <laughs> can you plug the Insta Replay, please? Otto, can you turn off the Insta Replay, please? Turn it off. Oh, boy. All right, that's going to be fun tomorrow. Right here, the Phillips file tomorrow afternoon. Chunks, the file slave. Chunks, what happened to Mason? Uh, they lost. You bet on them. That's the that's problem. You agreed to a bet, and that's why they ended up losing. Yeah, I agreed to a bet. <laughs> Stupid me for betting on Mason. You weren't even watching their game last time, and now you're betting on them. Yeah. It's dumb of me to make the bet. Mason. And agreed to it and the whole thing? Yeah. Now I feel like an idiot. So what's next for you then? <laughs> Lord knows. I don't know. Booze? You can't come in here drunk tomorrow as the Phillips file slave. Why? He said boys. Oh. Oh, oops. That's how he prepares for anything. <laughs> Little tie boys. Church. Whatever. That's how he gets into the slave outfit. <laughs> All right, chunks. These little helpers. Oh, boys, come here. I can't really fit in this one anymore. <laughs> it's a little singer, poor boy. <laughs> so you're going to be uh, giving Big Mo a pedicure tomorrow. You're going to clean Jack's house. <clears throat> Full body massage for Tuds. And then whatever Mr. Phillips and Otter decide. Oh, we'll continue to take suggestions all night. Those are the ones I like so far. All right, here's what we need to do. We need to play the game. The Hideout Door Prize Blowout. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. It is our weekend recap game. Uh, we do every Monday. Whose weekend was it? We have a lot of questions. Chunks, we need at least five players. Did you hear me correct? We need five players for the Hideout Door prize blowout, and whose weekend was it? We will start, Dubs, Mm -hmm. with this one. Over the weekend, this hideout member logged six and a half hours on his new video game. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Whose weekend was it? Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, be a winner next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Let's do it up and be a winner. Hideout door prize blowout in our Monday night game. Whose weekend was it? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. $60 gift certificate to Brunswick Wakaiva Bowling Lanes. Category 7 into the World DVD. Advanced passes for bench warmers starring Rob Schneider, David Speed, John he- or David Spade, John Hedder. pair of tickets to see the sounds live at the House of Blues Friday, April 7th. Ticket info at 407-934-BLUE. And gift cards for wonderful food over at Sonny's Real Pit Barbecue. Mm. So now's your chance to be a winner with a hideout door prize blowout. Uh, J-Dubs, Monday night, whose weekend was it? 
actual events that happen to a hideout member during the weekend. And while it may be best not to relive these events, for entertainment purposes, we do so anyway. So call now and play. This weekend was it. All right, it is a weekend uh, recap of our weekends. Mm-hmm. Cafe Dubs, Bateman and Chunks are your choices. Matt Albert is your host. If you get it, the first one incorrect, we will allow you to have a second chance. And we shall start with Dominican Tony in Kissimmee. You ready, bud? What's going on, guys? All right, here we go. Whose weekend was it? Oh, by the way, if you get it correct, you'll hear this. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Incorrect, you get this. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mr. Slave in honor of Chunks, the slave tomorrow in the Phillips file. Here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member logged six and a half hours on his new video game. Was it Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Bateman. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now, Bateman no. hasn't even touched video games, maybe ever. That was uh, Dubs. Hold on, you get that second chance in a second, Dominican Tony. I picked up the new uh, Godfather game. Love it. I'm a little afraid for him because it does seem like they could get sued by Rockstar Games and Grand Theft Auto because it is exactly like that. But if you're a big uh, Grand Theft Auto fan or a fan of the Godfather, <clears throat> you're going to want to go pick up this game. How far along are you? Um, and does it follow the movie, essentially? It follows the movie, and I'm almost basically to the end of the movie. <laughs> I've been rocking it. Huh. Six and a half hours, eh? Mm-hmm. It's great. It's well, uh, well waste of time. <laughs> Not at all. Did you get any sun this weekend? No. <laughs> I'm whiter than ever. Yeah, it really seems like you've just... Uh, hermit. Oh, boy. Getting a little chunky, too. Yeah, I know. Oh, me too. I'm, I'm, bloated. I'm so, yeah, let myself go now that I can't exercise. I ordered one of the large calzones from Broadway Pizza this weekend. Ate the whole thing. Nice. Throughout the whole weekend, but it's like a 17-inch pizza folded up. Nice. Into a nice big uh, calzone. Now I want one. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go back to Dominican Tony. Second chance for whose weekend was it? You ready? Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member got worried about blood in his stool. Was it Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? I'm going to go for Bateman again. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. That's me, dude. Don't worry, it's mine. (laughs) 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 All right. All right. Now, so I just kind of thought it was something else, like maybe a roid or something, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what, whenever I had it, that's what it was. It's not, though. Now, did it? Was it painful? No, not at all. You weren't sitting on the toilet. <laughs> no, I wasn't. So I'm. I'm genuinely beginning to worry if, like, what could that mean? Um, stomach ulcer? But I don't feel be. like I have an ulcer. Well, does anything hurt on you at all? Is there any, been any burning or? No. Hmm. It's just there. It could be stress. That doesn't seem like enough. Yeah, it is. You can have stress. Yes, to have that. Mm-hmm. When I uh, was first getting my hemorrhoids, I wasn't sure what was going on, and uh, they they made they took me through a checklist, and that was one of the things that could make uh, blood. Okay. I kind of feel like I should just go back to the doctor and say, "Hey, what's this mean? Blood clot in your lungs." <laughs> and by the way, don't think that I'm not freaked about, out about the whole blood clot thing. Because my legs are worse now. Both of them hurt. Oh, both? Yeah, well, you've been putting more stress on the other one. All right. I may have to go on to, like, WebMD or something. Mm-hmm. Where's that nice ER doctor, Dr. Dave? 
I'm like in such like disarray right now with my body. I need some help, some serious help, and I hate my Skeletor doctor that I go to. <laughs> Have you been taking any like you know baby aspirin or anything to kind of thin your blood? A leave. That's Is not, there aspirin I, in that? No, but you I take to... that all the time. All right, hold on. We'll move. We'll get back to that in a second. Joe in Orlando, you ready? I do declare I am. All right, here it is. Whose weekend was it? Uh, here's your question. Over the weekend, this hideout member found out he has a friend coming to town. Was it Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Who has a friend coming to town, Joe? I believe it's Bateman. Oh, dude. Everybody you know go with I, I would just keep on guessing Bateman because you're going to get it right sometime. Hold on, another. Joe. You will get a second chance. That was actually J-Dubs. Who's coming to town? By Curious BJ. No way. Yes. We're figuring out the uh, the night, the day he's coming down tonight, and then he will be flying down. How soon? Uh, maybe even by next Monday. Oh, get out of here. By Curious BJ is finally going to come into the official hideout in mm-hmm. person. We've had him on the... Now, this is Dubs' cousin slash buddy. All of his old stories from Fowlerville include by Curious BJ. We've had him on the show numerous times. On the phone. <clears throat> but now... He's, he's the majority of the reason why we say 5,000 at the end of the show. Because mm-hmm. he did it one time, and we just thought it was hilarious when he said it. And so we brought it back. How long is he going to stay with you? Probably a week. Yes! I can get old. No, not with BJ. I don't know. I, I basically lived with him for like four or five years. So I think it's going to be heaven. You guys are going to get into all the old shenanigans you used to. And then we'll end up fighting and doing the normal thing. Normal lovers quarrel. We always went through. You guys will be online promoting or uh, creating gay profiles. Oh, I've already got that done. <laughs> we'll excuse the one I already have. I shouldn't have reminded you. <laughs> all right, Joe, here's your second one. You ready? Let's go. Over the weekend, this hideout member stepped on glass. Was it Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Let's go with Bateman again. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I hope that everyone just goes with Bateman <laughs> the entire game. Finally, it ends up with Joe being a winner. Stepped on glass, eh? Was this part of a Tony Robbins getting to uh, trust yourself routine? The hell does that even mean? <laughs> he, he, does a, he does a step I, on glass thing? Actually, does walking on coal. Yeah. Ah, Yes, that's exactly that. what I was doing. It's <laughs> actually a lot more interesting than a real story, so we'll go with that. <laughs> Are you motivated then? Yes! Fantastic. I just wish I had bigger hands. <laughs> All right. Banana hands. Uh, let's Get go, sick. Let's go to Link. Link, you're next up. Whose weekend was it? Weekend recap game in the Hideout Door Prize Blowout on Real Radio. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready, man. All right, here we go. Over the weekend, this Hideout member was inspired by two very different movies. Was it Hefe, Doves, Bateman, or Chunks? I'd just say Hefe. Oh, Jesus Christ. You should have gone with Bateman. It was Bateman again, two hold, in a row. Hold on, Link. What movies? Uh, very different movies. Uh, yeah. My Date with Drew, which was just crap, but it was kind of inspirational that this guy took this dumb idea and got a major motion picture made out of it, and now is in Hollywood. And uh, A History of Drew Violence. Drew Barrymore? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, History of Violence. I have a lot more respect for punching people in the throat now. Oh, I heard that was pretty good. What is his history of violence about? Isn't he like an ex-killer, essentially, uh, like a assassin or something that he, goes to try to live a normal life, and then it comes back to haunt him? Some guys, he's this guy like owns a diner and he kills two people that wanted to rob him and like rape one of the women in his in his uh, establishment, and he just 
jumps over the counter and kills him like with ease, and then these mob guys start showing up and saying that he's someone in the past that, you know, screwed them over. Now, hmm. did it make you, did it, like, kind of give you this whole, I want to be able to kill people at any time like that? Is that why it inspired you? Yes. You were insane. So? Serial killer, woman hater, poon hound, Tommy Bateman. Triple threat. <laughs> the hat trick. KC and Altamont, you ready, KC? Yeah, yeah, I'm good to go. All right, here we go. Uh, whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member fought through an injury after helping out a friend. Was it Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? I think it's Dubs, that life-threatening thumb injury. Mm. Oh, Christ. Oh. Hold on, you'll get a second chance, KC. I guess that was Chunks. Yeah. What happened? Uh, well, I had to bowl for you, and I kind of hurt my finger, and Dubs' strength <laughs> over the past week helped me to get through I was the inspiration. It. Yeah, he totally helped me to, to tough it out. And I feel a lot better. He's the only thing that I could look for for inspiration, I mean, because of his injury last week. And thank you for that, Dubs. I no appreciate problem. it. All right, let's go back to KC and Altamont. <laughs> Here we go, KC. Here's your second chance. Over the weekend, this hideout member noticed noticed he has a habit of accidentally urinating on his right shoe. <laughs> Was it F.A. Dubs' bait <laughs> I'm just going to say Bateman. Oh, dear. Sorry, that's me, Hefe. <laughs> it's not an accident, buddy. What, are you a three-year-old? <laughs> no, sorry. When you take it off and kind of go here's, right there. I'm not so, going any further than that. So here's what's funny. You narrow your reach. Because out. I'm uh, using these crutches, mm -hmm. I have a tendency to look down all the time. Yeah. Well, I've noticed every time I'm leaving the bathroom, there's, <laughs> a, little, there's a little sprinkle sprinkle on the right shoe. And I'm thinking, and at first time I was like, oh, whatever, accidents happen. After the sixth time, <laughs> you notice the pattern. I'm like, what's going on here? I figured it out. When I stand at the urinal, I always tend to pick the right mm -hmm. urinal. And because I'm so afraid that someone's going to see my tiny wee-wee, <laughs> I, I turn to like the corner. So the guy next to me can't peek over, and so when oh, I oh I can still see. And so when I stand, I kind of have my left foot underneath, kind of against the wall, and my right foot kind of back, because I'm angled toward the corner. And I guess the powerful stream um, ends up on my right shoe. And now I I can't correct this though because it's something I've been doing for a long time, and I'm thinking use the other hand. It's not even about the other hand. I guess go, go it, to know, the other end. Yeah. Sit. I'm not so, gonna, no, I'm so, not going to sit. So what you need to do, you need to still face that same way, use the other hand, though, and it'll get going towards the middle. Handstand it. Anyway, think about that. All right, I'm going to try it. Uh, my apologies, Link. I accidentally skipped over your second chance. You ready? Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member tricked a co-worker into a car wash. Was it Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? Whose weekend was it? Weekend recap game here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Uh, what the heck? Let's go with Bateman. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Good job. Link learned his lesson. <laughs> was it Chunks again? <laughs> yes. I remember this happening about, what, six months ago? Mm -hmm. no, it was like two months ago. Yeah, it was like two or three months ago. How did you trick him this time? Was it the same way? Yeah. Same car wash. I go, I bet they fixed it by now. 
Now, the original story was you guys were going through a car wash, and uh, you told him if he got out of the car right now, sensors will go on and the, yeah. the water will stop. Yeah. And it didn't work last time. He ended up getting soaked. Yeah. And you tricked him into thinking that the sensors were broke the last time. I told him, I go, I guarantee you it's fixed. And if it's not, I'll still give you a ride home. And I, I lied about that part. <laughs> Trump, you, cl- <laughs> you clean from that? How much of a sap are you? First betting on George Mason versus the Phillips file. I can't believe you made that bet. Dumb bet. And now getting out of the car wash once again. Which car wash is this? If you go past our house oh, a ways, there's a Shell gas station. <laughs> I could have sworn it was fixed. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Rick in Orlando. Let's sign the right letters, I guess. Oh, are you ready, Rick? Yeah, what's going on? Man? All right, here we go. Whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member tried to get his chick a lap dance. Was it Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? I'm going to say Dubs on that one. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, that was me. We'll talk about that more in a second. Um, Let's continue on with Rick in Orlando. Over the weekend, this hideout member was yelled at by a convenience store clerk for no reason. Was it Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? That just sounds like Chunks' dumb look. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Hold on, Rick. And I'm guaranteeing there's a reason why. Because she was probably underage and he was hitting on her just like at Publix. <laughs> Which, didn't that happen in the same weekend, too? Did you just guys just repeat the weekends? <laughs> was it Groundhog's Day? Nah, this was different. I was totally a victim of circumstance. What happened? I was at the cashier. She was a victim of, uh... The cashier was... made. that rape? <laughs> huh? The Assault. Ca- Assault. The okay. cashier was making his drop, and so he was he was under, underneath the counter putting the money <laughs> oh, in. Oh, God. And I'm standing in line. I'm the standing first in line. Here. There's two guys behind me. They're going, hey, what the hell is this guy's problem? Hey, what's wrong with you, buddy? Can't you see you got customers waiting here? Guy stands up and yells at me. He goes, I'm making a drop. I'll be done in a second. Don't be such an ass. And I'm like, I, whatever. I'm sorry. I apologize. So I wasn't listening. Let's of course not. No, yeah, I was able to get a little cat nap. It's like the fat man diary all over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to You're Smack refreshed. Daddy. Smack Daddy, you're going to be one and done here, okay? Yeah, good. All right, here we go, Smack Daddy. Whose weekend was it on Real Radio 104.1? Over the weekend, this hideout member discovered the crutches scam. Was it Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? It was Hefe. He's already talked about it. Yeah, yeah Jesus That was a gimme. Smack Daddy, for listening for uh, the first two hours of the show, you are a winner, my friend. Hey, I listen to it every night, but I want to tell you something, uh... About your little blood problem there, mm-hmm. you uh, you better go see a proctologist because if you have blood in your stool, it comes from one of two things: one, uh, a red. If you don't have that, then you have polyps on your colon, and they'll do a colonoscopy on you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you enjoy uh, that? If you get it taken care of, and there is a problem, it'll kill your ass. Oh. Literally. I think you smack daddy. Hold on. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. You try to buy your chick a lap dance, maybe she can buy you a colonoscopy to uh, return the favor. You know, one throw for another. I, I couldn't believe when you took uh, your chick to uh, Dances Royale with us. All right, hold on. It's a hideout with Radio 104.1. 407 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Go to, to hideoutheretics.net to discuss the show and hang out with other heretics. Well over 300 members now, Dubs. I think like 330-something, I believe, on hideoutheretics.net. That's where everybody kind of gets together, 
not really even to talk about the show, just people with like minds mm-hmm. discussing everything but this radio program. Which uh, we don't mind. No, not at all. I just like that people have a place to congregate. If it isn't from 7 to 11, they're on there for the other 20 hours out of the day. Hefe's ass here in the Hyde Adam Real Radio. Hey, Hefe, this is your ass, man. I was just going to tell you... Uh... You speak really good English. That's great. <laughs> Better than that. a lot of languages. Right. <laughs> so, uh, check out a, a diet with higher fiber, and you may just have hemorrhoids. Might I, not be anything just serious. Now, I've... Uh, and thank you, my ass. Uh, I've, I've had roids before. This ain't a roid. Because it's painful. You've had hemorrhoids before? Yeah. Yeah. I've had many. Oh, yours many. were well documented. Yes. Mine looked like a midget's nose. We made chunks. <laughs> we made chunks uh, clean it one time and then put with a, a pizza, pizza crust. With a pizza crust. Then he had to eat the pizza crust. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so awful. That was, on <laughs> that, a, was my, that was my worst one, too. Wasn't that on a Sunday afternoon back at yeah. JFK? Mm-hmm. That was the absolute last show there. Was it really? Yep. I didn't realize that. I just listened to it. <laughs> Way to go out with a bang. <laughs> yeah, here's something to remember us by, DC. As you drive home from church. <laughs> Tim in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Tim? Yeah, no, I was saying, I heard you say you take some Advil or something like that, but if you take Advil or ibuprofen or whatever, the naproxen that's in it, mm-hmm. if you take too much of it, it makes your stomach lining bleed. And then you can, you know, you pass the blood. How much of that do you take, Epe? I've been taking it pretty regularly for the since I hurt my calf. But uh, I mean, that's only been a couple weeks. Yeah, but it's well, only take been. A look, read the bottle on the back. It tells you right there. It's if you if you experience uh, stomach bleeding or bleeding in your stool, right? Stop taking it. All right, thank you, man. Appreciate that. Looks like you're All stopping right. taking it. I have to do something. Get the Darvacids that your doctor. Can you have an internal hemorrhoid? Yes. Maybe, Maybe those that. are just as painful, though. Well, no, then I would know that. Yeah. I'm not having any pains. Yeah, that's that's the problem. No pain means no hemorrhoid. All right, my body checking in. Hefe's calf, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. <laughs> hey, man, uh, could you lay off me a little bit, man? Uh, you're killing me here. All right, you're, thank you. And what's with the head now? My calf has an accent, my ass doesn't. <laughs> We're at, at, your ass is more cultured. By the way, <laughs> it's been around the world. Uh-huh. Well, oh. Really? Really? Hey, there were things I did when I was in college you boys don't need to know about. Just experimenting. Buy a chick. Get it right. Exactly. <laughs> a strap-on doesn't mean you're gay. Yeah. Thank just, you. Just mm. they're gay. Because there's a badge behind it. Uh, Usually. <laughs> Unless there's a suction cup on the floor. Yep. Okay, think about just get that mental image. Sticking it to a car window. Happy Monday. To town. Happy Monday. Um, Sliding glass door. <laughs> like a, like I can't a, see the TV from here. Open the door a little bit. Um, back window of a car. Oh, like it's a Garfield stuffed toy. <laughs> like a Mooney. You squeeze that little thing. It's the hideout. Funniest night show in America. Real Radio 104.1. At least we think so. Hey, trust me, people are laughing. Sadly. don't. That's why we say don't be ashamed to entertain. Um, My calves, though, in just hor- horrid pain. Yeah, both of them now. Because I didn't rest the entire weekend. I was at my little brother's baseball games. 
I was at the funeral services. I'll talk about that all that in a second. Well, at least you have to go through the the, uh, the security though. You got a little break there. Yeah, that ended up paying off. Now, did you do? Did you use that scam at both places? It wasn't really a scam. In but. Dallas, it was such an easy. Ch- mm. Dallas has it so much more figured out than Orlando does. It was two seconds going through security. Two seconds. Oh, I thought you were me and the basketball team. Oh, though the Mavericks did lose on Friday. Thank you. Not, not just lose, they got an ass whooping. And lost a player, too. Keith Van Horn. Broken hand. Yeah, it looks Ooh. like we're going to get Sean Kemp. So he'll be moving him and his 20 family members, all his children, from all the various NBA cities to Dallas. And his Gumby cut. Dude, he was badass in the day, though. He's the only man with a Gumby haircut. Though. He was Amari Stoudemire before Amari. Randy in Titusville, you're in the hideout. Hey, how you doing, man? All right. Hey, when you saw this uh, blood in your stool, was it bright red or black? Yes, bright. Well, the doctor told me that's no big deal. You can have uh, hemorrhoids just beyond the tight spot. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, uh, it's not really a big deal. It's not coming from your stomach, that's for sure. Uh, All right, then I feel better then. Yeah, if it's coming from your stomach, it probably wouldn't be bright red. It's probably right there at the end. (laughs) Hey, real fast, though, getting back to the... Wrong. No, I'm serious. Okay, fair enough. Be like tar. Um, why'd you have an issue with me taking my chick to Dancers Royale Thursday night? Well, you know, for one thing, you don't. I would never take my chick to a strip club. Really? Just because I like to be there and feel like I am getting away with something, even though they, she doesn't mind. I like to think that she does. See, In I'm, my head, I do. I'm the complete opposite because. I take my chick there, and I have her see that nothing really goes on, or at least when she goes with me, nothing really goes on. Mm-hmm. So that way she's more comfortable with me going back later on. Otherwise, I think women who haven't been to strip clubs have this convoluted idea of what's happening. I enjoy that convoluted idea. <laughs> I like her coming back and thinking that I could have done anything there. When really those girls will never go home with you. They act like they will. I just don't, and it was so funny when we were following you, because you uh, you said you had to pick up something, like an object. I thought you were going to grab like a t-shirt or something. I said, watch something be his chick. And, uh, and it was so funny, because you, you said it like it was an object, and yeah. then you come walking out, holding her, uh, her wrist, dragging her out. Actually, I had her by the hair. <laughs> like a caveman. Like a troll doll. <laughs> Did I really say that? Yeah. yeah. I have to go pick up something. <laughs> <laughs> it's my chick? Yeah. Great. Oops. Oh, that's not going to get me any trouble. But I, I, I just don't understand when guys take chicks, their chicks. Here's why. Angling that three-way. Keep on working it. Get you, know, it. you know immediately when you start dating a chick if she's three-way material. Getting into it. That's why I was going to buy her a lap dance, and I looked down at my wallet. I didn't have any cash on me. Ah, they had an ATM there for a nice, meager $7 surcharge. You don't know. Was it $7? That's what it usually is at strip clubs. Didn't stop me. I got a Yeah, I did. I got two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Matt, our, I think our buddy's over there, Dancers Royale, which that was my first time there. Mm-hmm. And me a too. blast. Joey Bag of Donuts took us over there with his brother and also... Um, one of the managers over mm-hmm. there. And they'll be in Thursday again. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. It was Rob. So 
And Matt, you had this confidence. Like, I think, like, when you're around a chick, what you need to do is just always have hip hop playing in the background. Because <laughs> you do the, the dance, I guess. Like, you can really dance. I, I hate to sound racist or stereotypical, but. You can, I was dribbling a basketball at the same you, time. You can move. I had a watermelon over. rhino on my back. But you know what I mean? It's like you're doing this dance in there, and I think chicks are drawn to that, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, you actually did have a uh, a groove going out there. Well, I'll have I to... I think you should take me along with you everywhere, because you, you feel like you need to make jokes around me, <laughs> and that gives you more confidence when you start making jokes. Except when he's on the show. True. Then he shuts up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless he moves to the IM on the call screen, then all of a sudden he's funny, man. <laughs> Brandon in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Brandon? Hey, man. I just wanted to tell you, Hefe, I applaud you for taking your girl to Dancers Royale. Uh, I took my, I mean, did you go to the one on 50, right? Yeah. Yeah, I took my girl there about two weeks ago. It was one of the greatest times I ever had. I don't see what everyone complains about taking a girl to a strip club for. Uh, and here's the thing, too, because a lot of times the strippers are so into seeing a hot chick that they'll they kind of even give some freebies, too, when it comes to dances. And I think We got so much attention because my girl was there. Exactly. I think it's like a, a, a good thing to do. Who wants that kind of attention? Then all the attention's on her, not you. Like I need it to be on me. Oh, so Nightmare Dave... That's what da- you're paying for. Nightmare Dave sends oh. me an IM. He dropped 100 bucks there. Yeah. All right, now Mostly on drinks. Now, this is what was funny, and I actually wrote this down. Here's what it's here's what's written in my notebook about Dan's hmm. Royale Thursday night. Nightmare Dave's drinking to impress the waitress. Yeah, he was drinking and then he he got so drunk that he was showing off his tattoo. He's <laughs> like, no, Dave, Dave, no. Showing off the hideout to, hideout tattoo on his belly, like that's gonna get her. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and this this waitress was fantastic. Because she kept running the angle of... <laughs> Nightmare Dave just told me Link and I closed the place down after you guys left. Well, congrats. Here's here's what's so funny about this. So Nightmare Dave, Harriet Heretic, mm-hmm. who just went through a nasty breakup. It's all on the podcasting on iTunes. It's actually very riveting Jerry Springer-like radio. Mm-hmm. So he's there, and the, and the waitress is like, Oh, wow, you're my hero. I can't believe you're drinking like that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing them two at a time. Yeah. Oh, wow, you were you were something else being able to pound those drinks like that. I can pound more than drinks, sweetheart. You're He-Man. Wow. Can you do a standing drop kick? <laughs> it was that standing gimmick of, ooh, wow. You're a man. All right, I guess I'll have two more drinks. <laughs> By the way, I just broke over. You want to see my tattoo? All right, here's Nightmare Dave. Dave. There you go. <laughs> you didn't hear that last part, did you? No, no, no. I'm not paying attention. I'm trying to. My stupid cell phone's going off now. Uh, is it Link Ben? Calling me. <laughs> uh, hey, let me ask you this, Nightmare Dave. Did you realize you were kind of getting hustled by the whole, while wow, you're so strong, you can drink two tequila sunrises at a time? No, I, I didn't care. I just I wanted to drink and get plastered. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even, after I dropped the link off, because we went and grabbed some breakfast at Denny's, after I dropped him off, I don't remember the drive home barely. I <laughs> did stopped you, at the rest area to take an hour and a half nap. Did you drive? Place. Yeah. And, uh, I, and oh, then I don't remember the drive home idiot. after. Uh, hold on. Dave. Way to admit to that. You are a man. Here's, an, here's a little intervention. you got to cut it out with all the insane drinking and then trying to get on the road. Yeah, I know. 
because uh, that's going to get it's going to get you killed. That's what a man's man does. Yeah. A real man would have slept in the alley there behind Dancers Royale. With a chick. Well, I pulled over to the end of the rest area to get a little nap, so I wouldn't... That's where dudes hang out, the two other dudes. (laughs) Well, you got the stripper on the mind, though. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's not really gay, Uh, then. um, I've been been trying to cut down on drinking and driving, because, you know, in Kansas, you don't have to worry about running into anything, but in Florida, there's stuff all over the place, so... Yeah, there's people. There are people. There are other cars, dude. Yeah, I know. I didn't hit anything. Oh, no, 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 this time. Not this time. I drive better when I can't remember where I'm going. All right, no, Dave. I don't drive better than I, I drive better when I'm like a little bit drunk. Hey, did you get a lap dance? I pay more attention, but no, you don't. The, no, I didn't no, get a lap dance. But the, the, but one of the uh, waitresses there, the one that had the, the bigger, bigger drugs, smashed them in my face. So. Oh, she smashed them in your face? Yeah. That was a good night cool. after all, then. Anyway, well all right. worth it. All right, Dave. Uh, can we get Nightmare Dave a bigger shirt too, so it doesn't, so it covers his gut when he sits down? Why be so mean? He's. I'm just saying, because it's kind of bothersome when you're trying to watch. Uh, are you, know, you, hot chick are on you the talking bar. about someone else's gut? No, I, I cover mine, and you know, every chance I get. That's why he wears a six X. Yeah. All right. So one other thing, real fast about should wear a seven. Dancers Royale. <laughs> remember, remember Padme D's? Mm-hmm. Who Used to was, come into the hideout all the time with uh, with snatchy cakes and Dookie Tarantino. Mm-hmm. We call her Padme D's because she looked like um, Natalie Portman from the Star Wars movies mm-hmm. with D breasts. And so I'd ask Snatchy and Doogie where she had been hiding, and uh, I guess she still works out there at Dancers Royale. And so we all saw her like, oh, hey, Padme, you know. I, I even said that. I'm like, is that Padme up there? Right. And um, here's what's funny. And I, I wanted to question her on it more, but I, I didn't want to. She's like, yeah, I'd love to come up to the hideout if someone could give me a ride. I'll give you a ride, honey. <laughs> and I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, how do you get to work? <laughs> like, if you don't have a car, how are you getting around? To get up to Dancers Royale, much less, you know, anything else. Her version of Federline picks her up and drops her off. <laughs> All right, probably. That'd be sad if that's the case. Hey, you want to hear my new song? <laughs> oh, my God, it's so great. <laughs> Thanks for the ride. So, anyway, that was kind of interesting, seeing Padme D's there. I told you, shouldn't take your chick. Yeah, because here's the thing, too. At one time, I think I could have gotten, gotten Padme. Mm-hmm. You, too? You probably still could have. She, you worked it, right? She threw a number my way. I was like, all right, I don't know, maybe. We'll see what goes on. Was it seven or ten digits? <laughs> the number that she oh, threw I your way. Ten? Mm. Oh, you sure that's not the number you would have been if she slept with you? <laughs> Please, I <don't> care. <laughs> Allegedly. Slut. What the? What is that wow. about? All right, hold on a He's second. a little angry. What's the, uh, what's the anger there about? There's no anger. I'm laughing. <laughs> because she's the one. There's pictures of her on the hideout page on realradio.fm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the one who did the whole carrot thing with Snatchy Cakes and then Tarantino eating it. Doogie. But um, it was kind of uncomfortable a little bit because I'm there with like my chick now mm-hmm. who I just adore. And then the pad, the stripper who I kind of could have maybe... You know, done something. With. It was just real awkward, and you're just kind of sitting there. And so, like, I put my hand on my girlfriend's lap and the whole thing, and I'm just kind of like, you know, 
I was sitting there while you were talking to Padme. How awkward was it? Like, as you guys are talking back and forth, having a nice little conversation. And at the end, she go, throws in, do you want to dance? Yeah, and I'm like, uh, no, it's all right. <laughs> Although, if I had had any cash, my chick would have been getting a lap dance from Padme. And if we go back, that's what I'm going to try to angle. I'd have thrown it down right there. If I'd had any cash, I'd have been like, yes, but it's for her. I would I would uh, find out what kind of girl you're going out with and get a black chick for. Hmm. And just look at the, the expression on her face. See if she's tolerant. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she is. She's with a Latin guy. By the way, I'm actually black, too. Um, John Locke here in the Hideout on Road Radio. Talking about the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 last Thursday night after the open door and went to Dancers Royale. You were there, Locke. Yeah. What were you thinking? Well, from my observations, there was uh, one of the dancers that had the nurse's uniform on. Mm-hmm. And I think she was giving Matt Albert the eye about half the night. I agree. And, Matt, I know you guys think it's because of strip club and they're always mm-hmm. giving the eye. I think there were a couple of strippers there who actually had an interest because Matt was given out, not in loser-like aura, but an aura of someone who was somebody. Yeah, this was I, I am somebody, damn it. Hands. Do what? This was even before any of the money changed hands. Yeah. I would have to agree. Dubs, did you notice it or no? I did notice that uh, there was something going on there. You know, I think it was a little bit of them being in that kind of mood already. Mm-hmm. But they were giving more attention than you would really think. All right, John Locke, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Yes, I was there. I was thinking about the hatch. What's in the hatch? John? 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Say what? Yes, exactly what. <laughs> Henry Gale. John Locke, so you thought that Matt had a chance with one of those strippers from Dancing yes, Around. Yes, I did. Uh, the not John Locke that's making all the interesting... Uh, what are you talking about, sir? <laughs> all John I just killed a cow. I who were actually at the club. Hi. Uh, <laughs> I was there. You can uh, ask my friend Jack Shepard. What about the other dancer with the... Uh, she was terrific. I loved her. <laughs> All right. Thank you, John Locke. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. What Have about... Good night, guys. All right, we'll talk to you, <laughs> The double John Locke's. It's like dueling banjos. I get so discouraged. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'm so glad I called in to be somebody. John needs to call more. Mm, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Side <laughs> <laughs> out. Real radio. What a four point one. Coming up next on the hideout. Hey, do you want me to talk about uh, my weekend and the funeral and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I buried my grandfather today. I didn't. The family. Okay, did. I was gonna say personally. I'll talk about it though. Uh, very briefly. Next in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. It's live on a Monday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. So the show was in mixtapes on Friday because mm-hmm. I had to fly home to Dallas because my grandfather died. I guess it's a week ago today. Yeah. Maybe, it was, maybe it was Tuesday. Um... So I flew back as my father's father, 
And first, the weekend was spent. Uh, my little brother was in a well. One of my little brothers plays high school baseball, mm-hmm. so I watched him play twice. Then my other little brother, who's in the seventh grade, was in a weekend tournament. And the crappy team that he's on, at least according to my dad, made it all the way to the championship. Came from behind like four out of the five games. He did incredibly well. But he missed the memorial service on Sunday to play baseball. Does that seem acceptable to you? How old is he? Seventh grade? Yeah, it's acceptable. Because it wasn't the actual funeral, which was this morning, but it was kind of the whole memorial thing yeah, the that, day before. that's definitely fine. Okay. I, I wasn't able to go to, uh, my grandpa actually had two memorial right. things, uh, one for the family. I didn't, I got showed up late for the family one because I was flying in that day. And really, I mean, if you're going to the funeral, that's really all you have to go to. But it's always nice, at least for the older people to go to the memorial service because they're able to share more stories and talk and mingle more. The kids end up just standing there with their hat in their hand. No, and that's absolutely what I did. Although I saw a lot of people who I haven't seen in an extremely long time, Mm -hmm. like three to five years. So how's the wife? (laughs) Uh, We're uh, divorced. So how many times do you have to go through that? A few. Oh, what happened? And then some of them in Spanish... Como estás tu esposo or esposa? Uh, how do you say divorce in Spanish? El divorcio. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times I was just like, oh, fine. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's the gimmick I would run too. If I'm not going to see these people again for a while, right? Why get into it there? It's not worth it, you know. Now, when I went to my grandfather's funeral, it was all these church people that I used to go to church with, and like when I was like 14. And it was very uncomfortable explaining what happened to me and why I don't go to church anymore. Oh, it was a lot. Well, first of all, I was on the crutches, so the what happened to you thing got mm-hmm. asked a trillion times, uh, you know, with the crutches. You should have said uh, uh, I was over defending our country in Iraq. A little trap mouth. <laughs> right. You're the back talk me now. And um, War hero. <laughs> and a lot of the I'm sorry for your loss thing. Mm-hmm. Which I guess you have to say. But I mean, it, that's the standard. But it was funny because to me, I wasn't there to be sad. It was like a family reunion. So I was there kind of there to, you know, say hi to all the aunts and uncles and the cousins and everything. Yeah, I won't see you again for a while, so I might as well say hi now. Absolutely. So it was an incredibly large gathering because, uh, shocker, ten children uh, my grandparents had, mm-hmm. including my dad. And then 22 grandchildren, then 17 great-grandchildren. It's a large family. All in three cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. One conversion van, an El Camino, and a Honda. So we get to the memorial, and there I see my grandfather lying at the open casket. Mm-hmm. Did you go up to it? Yes. You weren't sure if you were going to at first. Yeah. And I hated it. Why? Because it was creepy. Here was a man, a shell. It was his shell, you know, his body, discolored. And the thing that I could not stop looking at were his hands. Yeah. Oh, did they have them, like, kind of crossed over? No, no, they weren't crossed. They were kind of folded down, like, on his belly. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
like prunes, just completely, like his hands were what, like a zombie movie, just so devoid of anything. Kind of like hooked? Not even really hooked, but like just kind of veiny and pale and what you would think of like what you would see on a Dawn of the Dead. And all I could do was sit there and look at those hands that, of course, you know, helped raise me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, what is this? This, is, this isn't right. Why are we doing this with the open casket? I hated having the open casket. This is like actually your first funeral. Yeah. Which well, is crazy. Essentially. Yeah, your first like one that was someone close to you. Right. And then we were filming the memorial. Why? I don't understand that at all. It was the speeches by the... Uh, by the kids and by everybody. What, were you guys hoping someone fell over so you can send into America's Home Videos? <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I don't know. I don't know what the filming was for. I don't know if we're all going to sit around a year from now and pop in the DVD. I'd be damned if I'd ever do that. Everyone's having a good time. Hey, let's go watch the funeral footage. <laughs> oh, great. Remember when you cried? That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was punk. Wait, yeah. Now, the other thing, too, is I didn't sit next to my dad mm-hmm. most of the time. Because he was with the kids, like his brothers and sisters. So I sat a couple rows behind. Well, that's the other thing, too. With this side of the family, the Dallas side, uh, I'm completely a black sheep. I am so, I so don't fit in with them. And on top of that, too, I've become the crazy uncle. Like my crazy uncle that I always talk about, Peanut's dad, mm-hmm. who was out on the farm and you know didn't watch TV and radio and was against the government. I'm that guy now, which was kind of weird. Because I found Full myself identifying. Everybody's like, uh, you're your uncle model. I'm like, oh, boy. But a part of me was happy because he looks like Castro and Charles Manson. So, that makes you happy? I don't know. He looks cool. Whatever. He's a rebel. He's against the establishment. He questions everything. So anyway, uh, I'm sitting behind my dad, and I never could really tell if he cried or not. It looked like he bent over a couple of times, and it looked like he cried. But I didn't see him cry. So because of that, I didn't cry. Mm-hmm. I did not cry at all on Sunday during the memorial with everybody talking. Not even when my grandmother spoke, which uh, I talk about her before. She looks like Yoda. She's the cutest little thing. No it's, hair. Yeah, the balding. <laughs> Absolutely no hair. Hasn't had it forever. Now, who did you sit next to then? Uh, my cousin Sam, who's Peanut's mm-hmm. uh, brother. By the way, I believe Peanut's still coming out to intern in the hideout this nice. summer. Nice. Stay start now? away from her. Actually, we want to start now just because we need an intern. I'm now we butter out of her. We really no, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Peanut butter. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so anyway, so um, I hung out with him, my little brothers. I got mm-hmm. a real good chance to bomb my little brothers. Well, today was the funeral, and it was another memorial service. By the way. In Spanish and English, kind of translated the whole thing. And I guess they uh, they put together an interview, like video DVD, of my grandfather. Of him laying there? No, talking. Yeah, but talking, like just laying there, like near death? Or no, was it was actually before? from five years ago. Okay. Kind of when we, because I, like I said, he's been ready to go for almost seven to ten years now. Mm-hmm. So my aunt had a pretty good idea of let's put together kind of a bi- autobiography of him telling his story. Well, I finally cried this morning. 
because it was the most, it was the weirdest, most surreal thing. Sitting in the church, you know, with my family, mm-hmm. and about 300 people, if not more. I mean, the pl- the church was packed. It was in Dallas. And so there at the front is the open casket. So, you know, you're sitting there and you're looking at that and you see your grandpa and it's the whole thing. Well, then on this huge, like, movie screen at this church, they bring it down and then they throw on the video of him sitting in his favorite chair talking and telling his story. It's at that point when I hear his voice for the very first time, you know, his big Mm -hmm. booming voice, and I see him there talking, I lost it. Because I'm thinking to myself, this is a voice that I grew up with. This is, and this is, the, maybe it's because it's radio, you know, and we're, we're in radio and we do the whole thing and voices are important to what we do. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a voice that I will never hear again. So I hear that, I see him alive on this huge big screen, and then look over at his shell, his carcass, laying in front. And it was at that point that I think it hit everybody. Did the whole place basically turn oh, into a flood? You could hear the tears and the sniffles and the Kleenexes being popped out. So an autobiography was a kind of uh, him telling his whole life story yeah, right there? a little there? bit, like in 20 minutes. Just kind of... Just kind of about you know how he and my grandmother met. Oh, that was the oh, that was uh, pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And then how he was he was a pastor, which I find just amazing because there are so many people in my family who have devoted their life to God, mm-hmm. and the whole thing was it's better now. He's with you know he's in the the, the big city with the big heaven and the and the gold streets and you know pearly gates and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. I got a lot of that, too, because my grandpa was one of those people who went to church every Sunday. Oh, yeah. And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, how did I not believe one ounce of any of this? And so much of my family is completely devoted and has spent their lives going out, spreading the word of Christ, as they say. And I'm sitting there uncomfortably with my devil look and my all black and my emo glasses. You know, and they're all looking at me as, as the black sheep. And, you know, I'm just thinking, where did I go astray? You know? Or am I really? Or, And then part of me is like, these are the people that I run down, mm-hmm. you know? My family, for this blind faith that they have. And then on the other hand, I'm thinking, what does it matter to me? These people need this religion and need this faith so bad, and it comforts them so much, who am I to say, you know, whatever? Who am I to say you're wrong or I'm wrong? Who am I? I'm just going to let them do their thing. Of course. You know? But it was just really surreal this morning, seeing him. Uh, And think, you aren't, what, 12 hours removed from it? No, not at all. It was actually, um, it got started 12 hours ago. Yeah. And I had to leave immediately after the video. I'm, you know, the video plays and I got to catch my, oh, tears running down, hugging my brother, I'll see you later, stumbling out my crutches. I'm sure with your look and the tears running down your face, you were definitely a, uh, 
thought of a risk at the uh, at the airport. Oh, I know, right? I'm about to go see God today. <laughs> Just screaming that while you're getting on a plane. And here's the other thing. <laughs> I know we got to take a break, and here's the other real thing, weird thing to think about. So, like, right now, you know, my grandfather is six feet under. Mm-hmm. Like his like his body is yep. six feet under. Dirt is down. The dirt is down. That's it. It's over. I mean, you got the memories and we got the the video, but like that voice, you know, you never hear it again. It's just incredibly uh, interesting and weird to soak it all in. And my my poor aunts and uncles have been running around putting the whole thing together. The whole two days were beautiful. But I have a feeling by Wednesday, it's all going to set in for them, and it's going to hit them like a ton of bricks. That's how it was with my grandma when it, it, she was just so busy that whole time that she had really no time to let it, you know, really get to her until one or two days afterwards when she got time to relax and the thoughts just started coming to her. Oh, absolutely. And the other thing too is how it kind of motivated me a little bit because one thing they kept saying about my grandfather. He didn't like anyone who woke up late and didn't work to do something every day. Uh, he'd hate me. I'm thinking he'd <laughs> hate me. He'd hate the high hop. <laughs> he'd like chunks. Today was the only day I woke up early in a long time. I got up at like 7:30 this morning. I woke up at 1:30. <laughs> Usually I'm not up till 1:32 o'clock. And so I'm thinking, why? Wow. And this man worked incredibly hard. For 87 years out of his life. And I'm thinking, who the hell am I to feel burned out for doing a talk <laughs> show four hours a night, five nights a week? It's good to put stuff in perspective every once in a while. What pussies are we? <laughs> this man had to bring ten children over from Mexico with nothing and built churches all over Texas. He can be tired. And I'm thinking, too, about our generation. I mean, you even look at, like, your parents, and they work hard. We're a gener- They're right, dude. We're a generation of slack-ass pusses. Yep. Whiny, slacking pusses. Emo- you can hear it in our music. You can see it in our work ethic. Emo sissy boys is what uh, America is. Well, that's what we're becoming. There's still those people out there that haven't died yet of that work ethic. But- oh, but they're dying now. Yep. One just got buried about 10 hours ago. And I'm thinking, I'm going to try to change it. I'm gonna... I've said this so many times. You know, friend. why not, though? Try to. We always fall into our same stupid rut. He was the coolest thing. Well, that's true. He was the coolest thing about my granddad. And this was so apparently obvious uh, sitting at those two memorials and seeing all the families and lives that he touched. Because in a way, you know. Uh, my family would probably kill me for me saying this. In a way, he kind of neglected his children a little bit emotionally for the church. There was something about that generation, too, that they didn't show their emotion that much, but you knew it was there. No, absolutely. Here's the coolest thing about my granddad. He absolutely wanted everybody to be somebody. That was It wasn't necessarily in those terms, mm. but in listening and talking, that's what it was about. He wanted everybody to be somebody and to do something that made a difference. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. That we're the top of the, the, the pyramid and there's nothing else above it.
It's still. You, I mean, you, they're discovering new planets in the solar system. Now, it, what, what kills me are the people who think uh, hell is actually in the middle of the Earth. <laughs> there are people who actually think that. It's where Beelzebub lives. Who? Beelzebub. Hmm. All right. Giant Brian, <laughs> Giant Brian gives me this quote from Mark Twain. Faith is believing in something you know isn't true. Hmm. I don't know, dude. But I'm, I'm sitting there kind of struggling with my whole faith. Because you're not a believer, believer, are you? No. Matt, are you? Not really. <laughs> Agnostic? Yeah. I don't say... Here's the thing. I don't label myself atheist. I label myself an agnostic. I'm waiting for that sign. I'm waiting for something. Yeah, you're riding that fence. That's not even riding the fence. I know there has to be something. I just don't know what it is yet. I'm not giving up hope. There doesn't have to be something. There has to be. No, there doesn't. (laughs) There really doesn't. It can't be a big accident, dude. Why can't it be? Because we're even more insignificant than we thought. True. Bateman, are you a believer? I believe in me <laughs> and Ronnie James Dio. Do you think Dio's God? Yes, of course. Not just, the God, not, his... not just the God of rock. Because that, that is undisputable. That's undisputable that he's the God of rock, but and the dragons. God of everything. Yes, you've heard that music. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. It does shiver my soul. He is holy. A holy God. <laughs> Chunks, are you a believer? I think Peppers might be the I devil, know he though. is. You're Catholic. You a believer? Yeah. Yeah. Shocker. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's the one who's most at peace with him being a loser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how do you guys think I can get through my day if somebody didn't listen to me? Even if he's not, I think he is. So you talk to God every day? Yeah. What do you say to him? Huh? I do you talk I'm to sorry him? for being a loser. Do you talk to him before or after W does? Who gets who gets to pull rank on that one? The way I figured it is I'm God's joke. So he gets to laugh. You know, he's got to laugh sometimes. So every time uh, something bad happens, he gets a good laugh. I thought those were midgets. No, those are retards. Stop. Mm. Yeah, you're going to get into heaven. Same thing. I bet the car washes in heaven work. <laughs> they have sensors at work. Hey, do you think I could trick them to get out of the car doing like a Definitely. hand wash? Car wash? A hand wash one? Yeah. <laughs> one of the soft touch? I guarantee you the kids will stop. Oh, he just left the phone. Never mind. Jack. You're in the hideout. What's up, Jack? Hey, F.A., how you doing, man? All right, buddy. Um, I gave you that book of the, the bowling league, and uh, it kind of talks about all that type of stuff. And I thought, you know, it's kind of funny how these people can just follow blindly, and uh, I guess ignorance is bliss. I, the, here's the thing, and I have said that numerous times. Ignorance has to be the be the best way. Ignorant has to be the best way to go through life, I would think. And not to say that I'm all-knowing or anything like that, but, you know, I look into things a little bit, and that just depresses you even more. Oh, I know. They just follow blindly, though, and then even if you try to tell anyone something, uh, they, they don't want to listen to it. They'd well, rather just follow along blindly. Well, you know what? But uh, part of me now is just saying, you know what? Good for them, then. And I haven't read that book yet, but I'm going to. I'm kind of in one of those spiritual moods where I'm like, I'm going to try to give everything a try. Yeah, I'm in a no-reading mood right now. I'm like halfway through my book, and I haven't picked it up in a while. I'm going to check that one out. I need a nice religious book. Kind of put me over. I don't know. Christine in Palm Bay, you're in the hideout on Will Radio. What's up, Christine? 
Not much. How are you guys doing? I'm uh, contemplating my life on the radio. I can tell. I can see that. Yeah. Now, I'm not an ultra-religious person, but do any of you guys have children? No, I do not. Yes. Dub says two. Not two. I am telling you, the birth of your own child, at that moment, that whole moment, if that doesn't make you a believer now, in God, nothing will. I, I have heard that uh, the, the two things give you an energy around you, being around a birth and being around a death. Both of them, you feel something. Absolutely. But the the birth of new life, like I said, I'm not ultra-religious. I'm not trying to preach to you guys. Right. But it, it's truly amazing. It really is. Well, I'll, I'll take your word for it, Christine. Who knows? Who knows uh, what could happen? Thank if, you, sweetie. If my old shirt could have kids, I would know what you're talking about. But uh, that's about the only thing that has a chance to get pregnant with me. That or gives his dad socks. <laughs> yes, Tommy. Uh, yeah, I don't care anymore. Never mind. That last comment just was disgusting. <coughs> Tiger Shark says, uh, boys, I've been listening to you guys since you got here. Love the show. I'm also applying for Catholic Seminary here in Florida, so I hear these questions all the time. I don't think it's just y'all asking. I know everyone goes through this. You know, that's the other odd thing, too. And this may scare off my girlfriend, but I mean, I wouldn't, it's way too early to even think about anything like this. But being around my family has kind of made me want one. I never really wanted one before. But like going to my little brother's games and just kind of being around family and seeing that makes me think, hey, maybe at some point I would want to be a dad. Well, that's good because uh, people are saying that just to know, find out for sure, we need to do a study in here and either have a death or birth on the air. And see if we feel something from it. I would love for someone to come in and die on the show. I've been talking about it for years. Chunks. Remember Thank we, you for stepping up. Remember we had Johnny Punani, middle-aged man, who just thought he was going to have a heart attack at any point, and we were just pulling it would be on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. That's what would get us to weeknights at JFK. Well, he was so drunk, I wouldn't doubt it. Always. That's right, Cameron. He gets drunk all the time. Hope you're listening. <laughs> Especially during middays, mm-hmm. 10 to 12. Or during a soccer show. Oh, God. I never got to hear that. I was there for the first one, and it was great stuff. Bobby Hill, you're in the hideout on Radio. What's up, Bobby? Hey, Poncho. I'm, uh, I'll, I'll come in and give birth for you guys. What are you, what are you talking about? I got a book for you. It's kind of based, you know, on a <laughs> spiritual crap and all that. Way to jump um, out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> Good segue. What's the book? Oh, that uh, so, uh... Um, it actually comes, you know, recommended by Maynard. He bases a lot of the tool songs on it and stuff like 46 and 2, but uh, it's an easy title. It's uh, Nothing in This Book is True, but it's exactly how things are. <laughs> all right. Send me an email on that, dude. All right, I will. Are and you actually, coming out I'm... still? What? Are you coming out here still? I'm actually coming down there this week. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah, I heard Bobby Hill wants to also be an intern. Maybe. Oh, wow. Mm. All right, we'll see if we get hired, ass. Maybe my name won't be Ponch anymore, dick. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, maybe for the first week it won't be. All right, Nightmare Dave says, I'll come in and die for you guys. Alcohol poos. You're going to die on I-4. I'm just hoping you don't take out a family. And then somehow to get At least not a white to- one. What the hell is that? You, you're a bastard. <laughs> what a racist ass. What? If someone said at least not a black one, that wouldn't be racist. Oh, no. Hey. We can't root for our own race? Not to get killed in a drunk accident? No, you guys uh, lost that privilege with the whole slavery thing. Yeah, there's only 12% of us here. There's like 50 of you. 
Um, Beth and Coco, ladies first in the hideout. What's up, Beth? Hi, I was listening to your conversation, and I just uh, just wanted to recommend a book for you to read if you wanted. Okay. Um, it's called The Invitation by Nancy Mosier. And what's it about? Oh, you got to read it. <laughs> well, I need a little something. Oh, it's a book about faith. Mm. Yeah, it's just, but it's a it's a story that you know, you probably would like. <gasps> it. It, has, it has a sequel called The Quest. All right, cool. Thank you, Beth. I appreciate it. Dubs, you make it incredibly difficult to try to have a conversation. Oh, my mic was on. So on. That's all you gotta do is listen to this song. Yeah. Daily. I'm on MySpace, mm-hmm. and my little brother has the gayest little like photo on there. What's your brother's profile? I'd like to add him. No. Why not? Because he's a 15-year-old shirtless boy. Oh. Ooh, I need to look that up. With a six-pack. I could be on your favorites list, though. Mm-hmm. It was good seeing them, man. It's good seeing my brothers. Oh, man, we went out to eat last night. I forgot about the temper that my father has. Here was the literal quote. Shut the hell up, or I'm going to come over the table and punch you in the throat. Nice, uh... Blast from the past, isn't it? Oh my you remember God. hearing that all the time. Oh man! And like I could feel my father's anger building, <laughs> and so could my stepmother. And so we're both like trying to change the subject, and Michael wouldn't shut up. He just kept talking. And then my dad finally snaps. And then it's uncomfortable. His finger. And then it's uncom- <laughs> it's uncomfortable for about forty five seconds. And then it. And then it's, again? No, it's the change of the subject. So, when do you guys play again? <laughs> oh, we're playing in a couple of weekends, and then we went from there. That took me back to the same old dad who punched the dashboard <laughs> when I didn't call the right play when I was catching. <laughs> All the love-me-daddy issues. Somehow they get away with it. Oh, and they got a... Su- Dude, my little brothers, they got a setup that's unbelievable. Like what? They got a game room Mm -hmm. with a huge television, like one of those 52, 61-inch televisions, like yours, Mm -hmm. okay, exactly like yours, and they have the stadium seating Oh, nice! with the electric chair that, like, raises up, you know, like recliner, all three electric recliners. It is the, and they got the big TV, then they got the little TV for the, playing the video games, and I'm like, why weren't you rich and important when I was a teenager? Here I am living in a little rat hole, three-bedroom, two-story apartment in Grand Prairie. Not this mansion. By the way, my dad's neighbor, did I tell you? Jerry Stackhouse. Really? Yes. Are you kidding? No. Why don't you go over there? I don't want to be a stalker. but I, some hoops. I tell you what, I was looking at his house. Hey, why, didn't your dad, why didn't your dad get you a... Uh... The autograph or something. You must see him out there mowing the lawn. Yeah, Stackhouse does his yeah, own lawn. Why not? The guy from Unsolved Mysteries? <laughs> it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I want to talk about this. What's up? The Sharon Stone on set demands. <laughs> it's fantastic. You love taking people down a peg. Yeah, she had a daily rider. First, though. So I'm trying to uh, enjoy my v- quote-unquote vacation, which is essentially is uh, burying my grandfather. Yeah, 
hard to enjoy anyway. And I keep getting these emails and MySpace messages uh, concerning Tommy Bateman and Brian Austin Bateman on MySpace. I guess, Bateman, you look like Brian Austin Green? Apparently to some crazy people. Uh, now, Erica, who does a lot for this show, I think it's outstanding hair chick. Careful. What? I'm just saying, be careful. Why? <laughs> He's afraid that... She's, she's crazy? Gonna, yeah, and she'll stalk you. Because he, he believes that she's stalking her, him. Now, I talk to her all the time. She seems fine to me. Yeah, she, seems she was like asking joy. people for candid pictures of chunks. So? Huh? That's creepy. That's chunks. Who wouldn't want to laugh at chunks? <sighs> but I guess she created a... She thinks you look like Brian Austin Green from 90210. Yeah. Well, what happened was she did a mass uh, like uh, message board... Like uh, the no, comment it part? it starts long before that. Oh, okay. Long, well, long... Why don't you start us off then? I kept getting these like uh, things saying, I'm going to send you this every day till you post it, and she just kept sending it, and the intensity started picking up. And What it, was it? Just just comments about me looking like Brian Austin Green, and I'm like, I really am not in the mood for this. No, delete, 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 delete. And eventually I got sick of it, so I just blocked her, and then this is how <laughs> it all started. Yeah. From me blocking her. Somehow okay. so, uh, I am attacking her. After you blocked her, she started posting all those comments? Yeah. Okay, th- that's where I picked up on this. Uh, there was a comment on my MySpace that uh, said that uh, Tommy looks like Brian Austin Green or something. And Which, the, oh, there was bulletins and people I never heard of emailing me that aren't on my friends list. Doug Stanhope? No, not him. Some guy named Will, some other guy named Dan. We some, know those guys. Some, Dan no. works here. Will uh, is a heretic. ADHD. No, they're out in Las on. Vegas. And uh, and one of our friends from New York, some chick with kids. Okay, so, all right. But, uh, I thought she had total credibility until you said kids. Right. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, well. So you look like Brian Austin Green, at least in that picture with you in the funnel cake. Sure. You do. I mean, whatever. It's not that bad a thing and okay. whatever he was you know he was a sexy dude yeah so why did it so she created a profile for you they claim it wasn't her they claim it was someone else well from what i heard and this is uh coming from uh erica in an email um that she said that it, uh she's been looking into this and it all stemmed from a certain fake radio host which is funny because that's who I, one of the people I suspected. So. Oh, paranoid then. Yeah, and see, and then the cosmiccircus.com. And the thing is weird because, like, I'm getting these emails saying, you started this, you made her cry. I'm like, I blocked her. If that made her cry, then she has serious hold on, problems. Hold on. Start over again. I need to get your theme music going. Don't do it, Dubs. We won't be hearing from Dubs for the rest of the show. Hey! <laughs> So why would this piss you off so much that someone created a profile? Because you were talking about legal issues? No, because they were posting things on other people's web pages and people thought it was actually me doing why this. Why would it? That's so when you post, not I'm you. masturbating to you, Gomer, I'm going to go kill kids, kittens <laughs> on his web page. That's, that's not cool with me. It's actually kind of funny. Then There's an El Jefe on there. We'll see if he starts posting stuff and if you like that. If he starts posting on Gomer's I, web page. What do my, I care? My, Gomer knows it's not me. No, he thought it was me. Well, then just tell him, hey, it's not me, it's someone else. I have two other profiles, one for 
Real Radio and the other one for Hot Chicks. I didn't know why they're all fighting. All the fighting had to happen. Just well, sounded very odd. And then I'm getting like threats from, I guess, Paranoid or whoever's the Brian Austin Green one saying, like, she knows your program director, you gotta be careful, blah, blah, blah. Why do you get so caught up in all this? Because don't threaten me with my stupid job, I know your program director. We all know her, Catherine Brown. Yes. She's a fantastic And Catherine lady. has never heard of this woman either, by the way. Well, yeah, whatever. I think you should watch out and not piss off Catherine and Dan from Vegas. Uh, okay. Just for your own sake. I'll do that. Tommy always gets wrapped up in the weirdest listener battles. Yeah. It's just yeah, always going on. It's not on. a battle. Hold on. <laughs> it always is happening. A, a moral fan. I'm Alexis. Not, I'm not involved this time. I Denise the Peace. <laughs> Erica. Countless others. Just always... I don't know what it is about Tommy, but these... He's a magnet for it. He's a lightning rod. Huh? Yummy. But they're fun. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hold All right, now Chunks it. types me something <laughs> interesting. Chunks types, wasn't Tommy the one who said to just ignore the stalkers? Yes, and I did for a while until they started posting and people thought it was me. Hmm. I just what want... is... Uh, what is... What's Chunks doing getting on your bad side, Tommy? Yeah, Chunks, what, why didn't you just say that? Why don't you uh, just uh, <coughs> defend him? That's your booth, buddy. Yeah. I uh, I don't want to go through the car wash again. I'm just going to... You don't have to go through it. <laughs> no. You don't have to fall for it every time. <laughs> every freaking time you're falling for that. He's very intimidating. How? Because he looks at me and says... Hey, why don't you get out and try the car wash thing? And then he says, hey, if you... Is this funny when he says it? Hey, if you uh, don't go with this story, then I'm going to kill you. You see? I mean... Does <laughs> he invite you into his high school DJ booth? I'm just, I'm just... <laughs> Perhaps at the Peach Pit? <laughs> I did. I was sticking up for it. I deleted all that crazy lady's posts and, and cry about how Donna doesn't want him anymore? And how you watched your friend kill yourself, kill himself. That was a good while, episode. While that spaying was my a gun. Favorite Remember one ever. Fire? I I liked it because I hated that kid. He, he was so a, annoying. I liked it how uh, David was trying to be the cooler one, mm -hmm. and he was like dragging him down. <gasps> hey man, put that gun away. <laughs> um, With that stupid smile on his face all the time. Yeah, weren't was he like jiggling it or something, like swinging around he his was, finger? Yeah, he was swinging around his finger, and it uh, hit the trigger. <laughs> Don't be racist. Dubs, Sorry. don't you love when people get brought down a peg? I yes. Know, it's just something, like, I think that's ingrained in us, human nature. Basic Instinct 2, open number nine at the box office, <laughs> raking Ouch. in a total of $3.2 million. Ooh. 3.2 in the opening weekend? Um, apparently she got a $14 million salary to do this movie. <laughs> In addition to the countless appearances for promotions that she did, I saw her on the Daily Show. I watched it uh, DVR over the weekend. Mm -hmm. She was so incoherent. Oh, she's painful to watch. It's just giggling and laughing about nothing. Well, her on-set writer list came out. This, these are stuff that she got on top of her 14 mil salary. Thirty-five hundred dollar a day per diem. 
That's just spending money a day. That's for anything she may need, any food or anything. A presidential suite with two bedrooms, three nannies at fifteen hundred bucks a week each, twenty-four hour bodyguards. She isn't that important. No one cares about her anymore. But the thing is, she's talked people into thinking that she is. Two assistants, a personal trainer, first class travel for six in the case that a private jet is not available. The right to approve catering. If not approved, personal chef will be provided. No oil-based smoke will be used as a special effect. What? I guess it bothers your skin. No cigar smoke on the set. Screw you. Pilates Cadillac for personal use? I don't know what that is. It must be something to uh, work out with. Now, let me ask you, how do you think she is feeling at this moment? Right now, 1039 on a Monday, following a $3.2 million opening of Basic Instinct 2. After everything. She don't care. They put into this movie. She got her last paycheck. That's what she was looking for. She hasn't gotten that payday in a long time. It's over. I completely disagree. Because these people are so narcissistic and so self-centered, she wants the world to love her. I'm, I, I bet you she would have loved it if it would have uh, reboosted her career. But I guarantee at the very least she was saying, you know what? One last payday. One last hurrah. Now let me ask you. Are we doing it all wrong? Hmm. Because if she can get away with this, why are we asking for nothing? We should put out some sort of a writer list. Why can't we get a fridge in the green room full of Red Bull? Or like a nice basket with peanut M&Ms? Hey, that wouldn't be uh, too lofty of a goal. I don't think so. Hey, Brown, rotted M&Ms. <laughs> Refill. Why is the fridge empty? Hey, Brown, green room. Why are you calling me Brown? Not you. You want that to be your new nickname? I can no. make it happen. No. It's that of the M word. <laughs> Beast. I'm trying to bring it back. Chunks. Yeah. Like, when we go to live broadcast, I honestly mean this, dude. We are way too nice. Only thing I ever ask for is water and we get that warm. From now on, when we do anything, we're going to have a rider list of things we'd like. All right. I would like to take a rider truck out. Not that U-Haul. Rider. Rider. Which, by the way, I don't think they exist anymore. No? I, I tried finding one. You couldn't. You can't find them anymore. That yellow truck. What else would we like? Tommy? Wonderful. Is there anything specific that you like? Cakes, cookies? Night Rider. All right. So we need Kit. Yeah, Kit will take us around. If there's no more rider trucks, we'll ride a Night Rider. Matt, what would you like? Mr. Feeney. Um, jelly beans. Okay. I don't like jelly beans. I just want them. There. All right, just to have them. Yeah, just to say I got jelly beans. Because I think we're going to be doing something with the monsters at their anniversary show. I'd like for this uh, writer list. And while you're reading this, uh, chunks to uh, Catherine, bring a boombox in and play this behind you. Here's what the boy, Catherine, the boys would like. 
Red Bull. <laughs> jelly beans. Brown jelly beans. And when you talk, have a little red light that goes left to right. <laughs> Over your zipper. Mr. Man, <laughs> Big Mo. I don't see any of this uh, happening. Why not? You know why? You're an awful producer. It's, you have no powers of persuasion. <laughs> What's that? You see all these new chairs? That's, mm-hmm. that's where all the money went. I don't even use them. Yeah. I stand the whole show. Matt already fell out of one. In my suit and tie. But I guess uh, apparently that locked up our budget for like three years. Make it happen, dude. Go make some outside deals or trade. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to trade, man. Andy's. <laughs> Mentions. Your mouth. Get it done. Still got your ass, don't you? <laughs> Sell it. Dude, I think that Knight Rider car goes for like $3 million. We don't want the car. We want Red Bull and Jelly Beans. How hard is that? And Mr. Feeney. And you just to talk it. to us like Kit. It's the Hideout <laughs> Real Radio 104.1. J-Dubs. Heard yes. a person in the hideout. Uh, JetBlue and other low fare airlines. Once again at the top of the rankings in the national survey for carrier quality. And um, the survey found that people are flying more and complaining more. Complaining more. Apparently, complaints about airline service are growing, and also air, uh, airline delays, cancellations, stuff like that. So the airline business really not recovering since 9/11. I don't care about the service as long as I get to where I'm going. I really could give a damn. I, having flown this weekend today, mm-hmm. you are getting less and less frills. They don't even have pillows anymore. Like, I was on American Airlines, and somebody asked for a pillow. The, the steward actually laughed and said, we hadn't had pillows in two years. They got really? those little foldy flap things that go around your head hmm. that hold you up. They don't do pillows anymore. Which, by the way, one of my favorite things to do when I was in high school and I'd fly a lot, or middle school, still the pillows. I had a collection of like 10 or 12. You could just stuff them in your backpack. They were great. See, I didn't fly until 2002. That was the first time I ever flew. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, also, J-Dubs, the astronauts plan a space station camp out. I don't know why. GOP senators seek immigration compromise. We haven't really talked about the immigration thing. No, we haven't really gotten into it yet. Uh, I'm for it. Legal, illegal. Come on over. Have a blast. You're not going to stop it. No. I think we will with a nice big wall. Yeah. Here's the thing. Soon enough, we'll get a dome. Here's the thing. You're not going to stop immigration until you fix the problems. Until the problems, not us, but until the problems in Mexico are fixed. Mm-hmm. Until people believe that they can stay in Mexico and have a life. Once they believe in their country, they'll, they'll stay. They'll stop going. Look at Canada. You don't have a problem with Canadians rushing over in mass uh, numbers. Oh, we would be we would be even more pissed if it was Canadians come over. Trust me. So it seems like just so, uh, it's an election year thing. Bring that damn metric system over here. It's 2006. <laughs> it's time to get the uh, base rallied up. We'll go with a. Uh, Immigration and how they're stealing our jobs. I will say I have stolen a few jobs. Yes, for me. <laughs> Actually, it was exactly from you. <laughs> um, You'll see me whining. Doctors grow organs from patients' own cells. A new pr- procedure pioneered at Wake Forest University, North Carolina, has apparently solved the problem 
for uh, some people, they grew new bladders from the patient's own cells, which were then transplanted back into the patient's bodies. Is that going to be the new Chia Pet? You just uh, grow your own bladder? I wonder Sprinkle if you... it with love? And it sprinkles you? you just standing over it? <laughs> Adding some extra DNA? Mm-hmm. Same. Well, you know, you, you want to see if it'll mutate. Same. The baby's head will grow out of it. Same. Grow, grow. I usually yell that at my uh, area when I'm doing that, yes. Hey, Dubs, the other thing going on, too. Mm-hmm. We didn't really talk about it tonight. Uh, a little thing called the NCAA Championship. What? Florida destroying UCLA. Damn. 47-29. People are going to be pissed for you giving out false information. 15 left in the second quarter. What do you mean, pissed? Oh, my bad. That's actually UCLA 47. <laughs> Florida 20. Nice. Actually, no, it's not. Florida's winning. 47-29. Now people won't know what to believe. <laughs> they have no idea. You can go turn it on now. It's over on 740. Hey, you know what? You know how desperate I am to get my whole health thing fixed? How desperate? I thought about calling Jimmy D. Because <laughs> I hear he has a really good doctor. I guess he goes to the shot doctor's doctor. Who, well, the I, shot doctor has a doctor? I guess. It'd be funny if it was Dr. Shot. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't be funny at all. I would laugh. Hey, Dubs, I would. Or Dr. Tosh. Shot we have, backwards. We have a uh, pro. <laughs> What's wrong Stop. with you? What's wrong with you? Seriously. What the hell's going on? We have a programming note. Tommy, what's the new change that's been made to the Real Radio lineup? Phil Hendry is now not on our station. What? You're kidding. It's the best of Real Radio. Tonight at 11 and every night, Monday through Friday. So what? what's the best of Real Radio? Explain that to me. What's going on? Basically, it's going to be, I believe the first segment is the best of the Phillips file. All right. Second segment is best of Shannon Burke show. Third is us. And fourth is the monsters. All right. It's about 11 or 12 minutes segments until midnight from each show. Oh, nice. So it's 11 to midnight. It's segments from each show, including ours. Yes. All right, now, is, Wonderful. It, is it from the day's highlights, or is it just as, best of overall? As of right now, it's just best of overall. I think with us, it would be too close to be, hey, you I just heard this an hour ago. No, that's not true. I think we could easily play something from the 7 o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, all right, now, here's this is going to... All right, here's Bud, uh, the Phil Henry producer. Hey, why are you guys trying to muscle me out? You'll never get rid of Phil, the douchebag. I, uh, I, you know, I really do feel bad for Phil. How is he going to eat? I don't know. I mean, we've gone through it before where we've lost a job. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, you know, I know it's tough, but you land on your feet, bud. I said poop. I said poop. On the radio. Phil. Oh, bud, why don't you do a weekly check-in just to tell us what's going to go on on the... Uh, no, I will. No, the Phil's such an ass to me. I don't know. It's the best show ever. Listen, this is the type of entertainment you'll get. Right? <laughs> I Listen. Wish... Funny I... poop. All right. <laughs> I wish I had listened to the show just once, so that would be funny to me. I'll take. <laughs> on. I'll take your word then. Thank you to Bud for calling in. We'll just get periodic check-ins from Bud in the Phil Henry show. Hey, chunks. Uh, what's going on? How are you feeling about tomorrow being the slave? 
Huh? <laughs> What's wrong? I don't know, man. It's dry back here or something. My throat's kind of hurt a little bit. Hmm. What's up? So tomorrow you will be a slave on the Phillips file? <coughs> I, yeah. Oh, I don't... Something happened. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And oh, you were going to clean Jack's house. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And Mr. Chunk's slave will also be giving Moira a pedicure. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's yeah. fantastic. And that's tomorrow from 3 to 7 right here in Real Radio? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Chunky slave. Our people. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now, will that be from tomorrow when you're sucking on Moira's toes? Because the pedicure will be with your mouth only. Mm -hmm. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, he's just biting his tongue. Does he have TV or something? <laughs> What's what going on over much? there? He's got, the, got the whooping call. <laughs> he scarlet fever. <laughs> What the hell? Are you allergic to Bud? Uh, it wasn't. Was Bud in your throat? Nah. No, his name was Philip. Chunks, are you alive? What's going on? <coughs> this is what he sounded like bowling this weekend. After running up to the uh, lane. Hey, how come we're not playing Dirk's song? I thought that was the new out music. Alright. Well, stick around because coming up, best of real radio. You got the Phillips file, segment from the Phillips file, segment from the Shannon Burke show, segment from the Monsters, segment from us. All next from 11 to midnight, then real radio music takes over, Dubs. Yes. Real music overnight, I believe, is what it's called. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, that all happens here. Uh, J-Dubs, thank you to our buddy EMSTD who stopped by tonight just to hang out on the show. Just uh, hanging out. Also, a special friend in the back. I'm sure she doesn't want to shout out, or if she does... She does not. My personal said. cook, Carrie. Yeah, I'd uh, appreciate it if I could. Uh, she little, can't hear you. My mic's on. Sorry. <laughs> little food too. All right. You know, whatever. Um, otherwise, you guys have a fantastic, a fantastic Monday evening, and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannonburg midday. Phillips fall in the afternoon. Hide out. We're back at seven. Don't be ashamed. Entertained. Listening to the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. The Hideout on Royal Radio 104.1. Dubs. God blood, uh, God bless Dr. Tosh. Be somebody and always talk good. Question everything and stay classy. Hideoutheretics.net, realradio.fm. Check it all out and stay tuned for the best of Real Radio next. Right here on Real Radio 104.1. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I wish I know how to quit you. He's so gay. Shock jocks. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. No. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. Mo. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin.
I tasted the rainbow. He does have a tight white ass. Five thousand.